this particular um, story, another one of the batches here, uh, is called Lost and Found. It's an opera-centric story. Um, Zach, if you're there. Yes. Uh, so um, it's, a, it's 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 kind of a spring evening. Um, opera is spring slash summer. Uh, opera is well. What do you, what 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 do you think Rave would do on a day where no one's called him out to patrol? Uh, no one's called him out to patrol. I don't know. I guess it depends on how bored he was. If he's been seeing action lately, he may take. He'd probably take out. Uh, if it, you know, he'd probably he'd probably you know go hit hit up some some of the local entertainment. Okay. Go to a. Uh, Usually going to a bar or a club, or if he's feeling a little more cultural, going and seeing a movie or a or a show. Go to the theater, the theater house, rather. Yep. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna certainly go to the theater house. Uh. I assume you mute your your you, you uh, turn yourself out on vibrate or silent when you're at when you're there. Oh yeah. Come on, you it's, can't interrupt the show. I mean. Exactly. Um. Rude. So you, uh, you 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 go enjoy a, uh, a play. Um, when it's done, uh, you check your phone. You have one missed message. Hmm? You, you have one new yeah. message and a missed yeah. call, rather. They'll uh, check the number on it. The number is uh, don't recognize it. Hmm. <laughs> Well, that's weird. Doesn't get a whole lot of people whose numbers he doesn't know. Um, how fancy is his phone? Uh, it's as fancy as you want it to be. Can he have the <clears throat> other phone smart enough to have internet on it? Sure. All right. Yeah, he'll do a. He'll do a. Uh, Actually, wait, no, he wouldn't, because I think I already established that it's a pay phone, or that it's a, uh, yeah, it's a cheap it's a, yeah. go, f- yeah, cheapo prepaid phone that can't easily be traced. So and instead, he'll he'll go to the closest place where he can get on a computer. Okay, uh, you do have one new message. Oh well, he'll listen to the message. What's now? Um, Keita. Guess you're not there. It's Julius. Give me a call when you can. I got something interesting for you. Bye. Uh, Julius being his partner, right? Yeah. Huh. You've known Julius Holden for a long time. Yeah. I just couldn't remember the name offhand. Yes. Uh, huh. Jeez. Been gone all this. This takes place after the. Yeah, this takes place after. uh, Yeah. And got all this time. At, and got all this time, and the, that's the first thing he says. Eh, I guess he never was much for chit chat. Yeah, he'll give. He'll call the number back then. Hello. Hey. Kata. Yeah. Haven't heard you for. I haven't heard from you for a while. What's going on? I've been out of town for a while. So, got something interesting. Really. I want to hear it. Well, you want to tell me now, or should we? Should I meet you somewhere? It might be best if we meet somewhere. All right, where to? There's a parking lot north side of the slums. No building for it. Just meet me there. All right. See you in a bit.
He also gave you an address. I just couldn't yeah. get one. He gives, yes, that's fine. He gives an address. <laughs> or, and or it's a place they're already familiar with. Yeah. And he knows right where to go. Well, guess he's taking a stroll up to the north side of the slums. Okay. Um, take a stroll to the north side of the slums. Uh, when you reach the empty parking lot, um, it's on. It's 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 in kind of a, an area of the slums that isn't quite as heavily populated, um, where a lot of the buildings are too dilapidated to habitate, and many of them are slated to be torn down. Um, the parking lot for this particular building uh, is abandoned because the building itself was torn down. Um, you see Julius Holden uh, standing in the parking lot just kind of barely illuminated by a cigarette between his lips. Um, you recognize him as a man in his mid-thirties, uh, has slight male pattern baldness, um, thin build, kind of short, uh, and has kind of a uh, stubble, like a stubble beard. He wears a kind of dirty-esque suit and tie. He 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 looks like a he he look he looks like a like a hobo on his purposes. A hobo in a suit. Kata, glad you can make it. Yep, didn't have much. Sorry, I didn't answer. I was uh, I had a show. Must not have felt my cell phone go off. Ah, uh, well, it was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think That's... I've seen it. Seems like I feel like I've seen it before, but I can't really remember. Oh well. Well, that's good. Sorry, I've been out for a while. That's no biggie. I've certainly kept busy while you while you've been gone. Uh, you take care of everything you need to. Just about. A few loose ends left, but for the most part, everything that needs taken care of outside of the city. You know, hmm. and track someone a few states away. Scrappy little bastard. Eh, could be worse. At least he didn't try and leave the country. I think he was working on it. And if he knew I was there, he probably would have. <laughs> suppose so. What did this one do? Mass distributor. Working on something. Working on a drug. A drug? Hey, wait a sec. That drug wouldn't have happened to have been named Tank, would it? Not quite, though I have heard of it. Now, it's called Poxy Blue. Oh. I guess this person was altering it and sending it on the street. I remember hearing about that stuff. Wasn't that the one uh, on the news a while back? Right, that's what tipped me off. I'd always been wondering who was selling that. So I followed the distributor to the source. It's all taken care of now. There's a few little stragglers around the city. Hmm? Didn't catch that last part. There's just a few little stragglers all around the city now. It shouldn't be too hard to take care of. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. If they find they find a refuge with one of the gangs still around here, it might be trouble. Ugh, it's been a pain in the ass, I tell ya. I somehow kind of doubt it. The gangs around here, I don't think it's the type to sell to sell the blue because the tank is performance enhancing you know well you should know yeah oh yeah I gotta see its effects firsthand. believe me 
The blue doesn't like that. It's just like a a new kind of designer drug. Ah. Uh, so the kind of thing they sell to the, you know, bored rich suburban kids, not the kind of thing that the gangs themselves are too interested in, huh? Yeah. Problem is it just kind of fries your mind. But no one tells you that. Of course. I imagine that would hurt sales a little bit. Just a bit. Well, good thing the less of that stuff around the better. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that isn't necessarily the, uh, the news I have for you. Yeah, you said something was up. I caught something on police radio a little earlier. I figured you might be interested. Oh? Yeah. A little kid went missing. Really? Yeah. Apparently, it wasn't a police report filed for a whole week. It's an awful long time to have your uh, to have your kid not be around and not notice, or get worried. I'm not too certain on the details myself. Just kind of heard about that today. I forgot to give you a call. All right. Uh, there any reason to believe believe this is something other than a runaway? I mean. Yeah, if you get the kind of parents who don't notice for a week that their kid is missing, you can hardly blame them if they he, they just wanted to skip out. Well, kidnapping or runaway, it hardly matters in the end, doesn't it? As long as the kid's safe. Yeah. Well, I suppose it couldn't hurt to look into a little bit, at least make sure the kid's alright. They took off on their own and they're doing okay, no reason to bother. If they're in trouble, we can grab him and... The police are talking about it a bit different, though. Oh? They're talking about it... saying the usual thing. If they're not found within a day, they're probably never going to be found. That's what kind of got me a little worried. Kid's name was Brixby. I'm guessing that's his last name. Don't know too much else for sure. Brixby, can't be too common of a name. Well, hmm. Mm, where was the kid last seen? Did you catch that? School. The kid was last seen in school. Oh, yeah, and uh, how about uh, age? How old's the kid? Let's see. They're saying 14 year old female. 14 year old female. Hmm. Not inconceivable that they'd run away, but still pretty young for that. Just a bit. Hmm. I'm guessing they'll... Well, I'm sure they're... Well, I suppose we should start... What? Checking out some of the seedier elements in the area? I mean, if she just ran to a friend's house, I imagine the police will pick up on that on their own without our help. Maybe, but gone for a week. No word from her. Yeah. She ran to a friend's house. Probably would have been a little different than that. Probably someone would have someone would have called. The parents would have noticed. So either something bad happened to her, or she skipped town. She skipped town entirely. That's kind of the situation. And not too many fourteen-year-olds are capable of skipping town entirely. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, we could talk to parents. We could check out the city or parts of town. Hmm. Check into the actual family. Tons any of ways way, to this. Uh, any way you can find out what the police knows? I mean, I'd like to learn what, you know, there's all the usual... See if anybody saw something at school, if that's where she was last seen. Anybody new to, but I don't know, 
people don't have any reason to, you know, parent, parents, kids, they're not going to have any reason to talk to us, but, well, I suppose we could always do the old, uh, the, I suppose I could always pull the old private investigator gambit. I think I still have that card from the other time. That could work. I can also pull the attorney, the, uh, the interested attorney gambit. I just need to get a little cleaned up. I'm going to do that. Hmm. Be a good idea. Hmm. The slum disguise doesn't necessarily fit the interested attorney. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. Well, hmm. Tell you what. Why don't... think you could talk to the parents? You could always be... If they waited a week to, uh, to report this, it's a pretty safe bet that they might be taking some heat for that, so... Sure, they'd be interested in an uh, attorney and interested in defending them from any potential, you know, neglect lawsuits. Absolutely true. Maybe I'll check out the school then. No, a lot of kids. I can still probably. I'm still young enough that kids might talk to me, and you never know. The private eye gives a different uh, vibe to than cops. I bet. Kid so. might not sit, tell something to a cop that, but mention something to a. Uh, you know, someone a little more cool, I guess. Absolutely. So I guess I can ask you to be awake a little earlier tomorrow then. Yeah. School's out around, maybe it's a middle school, around three. Yeah, middle school wouldn't, uh, I guess this time of year that would be middle school, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Uh, alright, yeah, I can, I can see if I can get up earlier. Sounds good. I'll give you a call and know something. Alright, ditto. Good to have you back. Good to be back. I miss the city. Psychotic as that is to say. <laughs> well, it's certainly unique, I'll give you that. Better than the backwoods. Much better than the backwoods. Yeah. I'm gonna take this over London any day. Ugh, you don't need to tell me. <sighs> Boy, the... Guess we gotta take care of this now, but remind the remind me though, I'll have to go out for a drink sometime. Boy, do I have some stories to tell you. I'd be interested in hearing them. Uh, I've been guessing you've been busy while I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure you caught wind of some of it, but blaring all over the news. Yeah, I saw pictures of a bunch of masks going into the police station. Yeah. Oh, right. I almost forgot about that. You're as incognito as ever. <laughs> hey, in my in my defense for that case, they told me that everything was going to be incognito, and then they apparently didn't tell me they changed their minds. <laughs> well, I've seen the other the, the other news reports and pictures and videos. Yeah. They're kind of a flashy bunch. Bunch. Yeah. Nothing to me, right? I think I managed other than the other than the visit to the other than the visit to the station. I don't think I've made much for appearances, and even my name was only mentioned what once. There's been a couple of talks about you. That's about it. People talking about um, we're talking about some some guy in an opera mask. Ah. <sighs> That's fine. It's, if it stays. As long as it stays out of the news, I can do without the I can do without cameras and microphones following me everywhere. Yeah, well, it also just makes sense. If you beat up enough people, they're going to see that you're they're going to see your mask and talk about you. Yep. Yeah, well, 
As long as the mask is all they remember, it works for me. It's a memorable mask. It is. It's a nice mask. If you don't mind, I was actually thinking of um, borrowing a motif for that. Oh? Yeah. Kind of similar mask. Yeah. Go for it. I can't speak for some for some of the others, but I'm not exactly trying to build an image here. Yeah, me either. I need my face to not be seen sometimes. It also wouldn't be bad to hang off of your reputation. Mm-hmm. That's true. You'll, you'll definitely get a reaction. If. Especially if you're down here on the south side, I bet. Oh. I'm sure that's where the chat has been coming from. If, though. Think of it this way. It was similar masks. You and me are similar build. Easy pull switcheroo. Forgive the awful fucking term, but oh. you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Anyone, anyone starts sniffing around, yeah, could easily confuse the hell out of them. There's a lot of things can be done with it. It's something for the future. Hardly matters now. Right now, I don't need my face to go unseen. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna get on to research in a bit. See what I can find with the Brixby's. See All right. what I can find. Maybe I'll um. What part? Of, what part of town's that school? The school in anyway. Problem is I don't know. I only know a name. When I know where they live. Well, when we know where they live, then we can know a little bit about the school. Yeah, probably just gonna be a close school, but. Well, I'll do some digging myself. See if I can find what school they go to tonight, so I can be there tomorrow. Sounds good. I'll call you when I get someone. Alright. He sends a hand to you. Yeah, and he'll shake it. It's good to see you again. Yeah. Good good to see you too. Nice to have someone a bit more reliable around again. Tell me about it. He said it gives a little smirk and turns and uh, heads off. Nope, and uh, I suppose he'll head back to... Uh, I suppose he'll head back to the apartment since he can uh, probably just a few... He imagines a few net searches and he can probably figure out, find this girl's name and what uh, what school she went to. Okay. Especially right. if there's anything resembling a kind of... You know, if the, poli- the police may well have posted a missing... You know, if they have a missing person's notice or something by now or asking around about her. You, yeah, you, you, uh, you, you head back home... Um... The uh, bedroom door is slightly cracked. Is did he leave it cracked? Uh, you don't recall that now. He's going to be. Uh, he's going to try and stealthily open the door and I don't know, like hang back and take a look around. Okay. Um, you know, trying to tr- try and basically try and get a look around without revealing that he's there. It's dark in there. You can give me a uh, scrutiny check. Scrutiny, sure. I'll just give it to you, but it's dark. <laughs> it's it's dark. You don't need scrutiny to see that. Well, two tens. Two tens. Uh, more find. than likely, Keiko just had, like woke up in the middle of the night and had to go to the bathroom or something. She's asleep. She must have just forgot to close the door. Ah, careless. Oh well. He'll uh. He'll just he'll kind of step in just enough to take a quick look around and double check that she's all right and then uh she's pretty soundly asleep right now. He'll just uh 
quiet then he'll quietly shut the door and uh try to try to be quiet so as not to wake her. Okay, look. Um your research check now. Get up the computer. Research two sixes. Two sixes. And what were you looking for again? Um name of the girl and name of her school and address, but you know, if she finds the name of the schools, you will probably find the address as well. Okay. Um Finding the name of the girl is pretty easy. Uh, you really need to look up Brixby prominence. Um, the uh, the girl's name is Rose Brixby. Uh, you find this out because there was an online posting of a reward should she be found. Um, it's a pretty steep reward. Uh, the posting is from her mother, um, Amanda Stone. Uh, the reward is... $100,000. I don't do this kind of thing for the money, but damn if that wouldn't be a nice uh, uh damn if that wouldn't be a nice bonus. $100,000 though. It must be a, must be a pretty well-off family. The uh the ad like the, like 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 the kind of posting um is its own dedicated website. Um just uh where are you rose.com. Um, the, uh, it's a very poorly put together website, but, um, the mother, Amanda Stone, um, goes on to talk about, uh, what she looks like, um, pictures, I'm guessing. Yeah, there's, there, 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 there are pictures, uh, talk, talks very fondly about the girl, how much she loves her, how much she, how much she and her family want her, want her back home and how, how, how much she's missed right now. Um, the girl, as you see in the pictures, um, she is, uh, you can tell she's about like, yeah, she looks around 14, 15. Um, she kind of has short, bushy, blonde hair that looks really difficult to keep control of. Um, uh, cute kid, looks kind of athletic. You can see pictures of her and, uh, well, kind of athletic is uh, no statement. You can see pictures of, of of her in her soccer uniform and everything. Kate's kind of size reminds him of someone. All right. Uh, does it mention her? Well, what's it mention about her family? As long as he's on this site, I guess her. It sounds like her mother posted all this. Does it mention anything? Father, siblings, other relatives that are around. Uh, I'll call for a um. I'll call for a mind plus two. Oh, actually, plus three. Mind plus three? Yeah. Okay. Two eights. Um, Amanda Stone posted this, her mother. The little girl's name is Brixby. More than likely, uh, mother and father are divorced. And mother is remarried. Hmm. There's nothing talking about her father. There is a, uh, a contact, there's contact information for Amanda Stone, um, well up north of prominence, uh, into the incredibly wealthy experts, the gated communities, and huh. well, a couple of possibilities then. Ah, oh, crap! If the schools in that gated community, it may be harder to get in there than I thought. Well, not hard to get in, harder to blend in. <laughs> um. I'll call no for wall is going to stop him. <laughs> also call for a streetwise check. Uh, streetwise. Just recognize some some names. 
Uh, two nines for Streetwise. Okay. Well, more specifically, a uh, uniform, um, because you can see a picture of her in her in her, in her soccer uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, the soccer uniform uh, seems to be for that of um, Prominence West Junior High. Prominence West Junior High. The the actual middle school itself is uh, in the slums. Huh. Well, that's weird. Why is a why is a girl whose mother is living in the wealthy part of town sending her kid to a middle school in the slums? That doesn't add up at all. Okay, so they said there's nothing about Rose's father, but does it mention at all who the uh, her stepfather is? Uh. The stepfather is a um, Daniel Stone. Um, doesn't talk much about him. Alright. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, were there any official police statements on her yet? No. No, nothing, uh, nothing official. Just this. The mother sounds like she's genuinely concerned if she's doing all that, which also begs the question, why didn't she go sooner, huh? Why not? He'll give uh, he'll give Julius a call, just he sort of didn't want somebody to talk this out with. Hey, hey sorry to bug you, gone? but I've, I've been doing some research and some of this stuff just isn't adding up. Alright, so uh, the girl's Rose Brigsby. Uh, went missing uh, last, you know, you said she was last seen at her, at her school. Well, get right. this. She was last seen leaving her school. Yeah, get this. She goes to, the, she goes to West Prominence, Prominence West Junior High in the slums. However, her mother, Amanda Stone, has a site up for posting her award. Her mother lives in the gated community and, and is giving a $100,000 reward for her return. Huh. So different, different last name. I, I, I bet the mother divorced and remarried, which you know brings me to suspect the. So you know, there's a couple of avenues for it. You know, you know the could be her bio dad came and picked her up, and you know, you know, the, as in that's usually the most likely scenario. But it's weird. Why is a why is a girl for who's Mother is apparently quite wealthy going into the slums, and whose mother is also very. And why did a mother who's apparently very worried about her daughter's safety wait a week to report that she was missing? You said bio father? Yeah, I mean, it's just speculation. The site doesn't mention her dad at all, but the mother having a di- different last name, I figure she might probably got divorced and remarried, or. Might be a matter of shared custody. Could be too, but. Hmm. But then why report her missing and offer a huge reward for her return if you think that... I mean, the only theory I can think of is that she, when, when she didn't show up, she did figure that the dad had her. Or maybe she went missing around the time she was supposed... It was shared custody, and she went missing around the time the dad was supposed to get her. Except the father... Uh, something happened, and when she finally got a hold of the father, the father uh, she lost contact with the father, or the father didn't have her, or something. Hmm. 
Maybe. Though, said the report was on file for a week. Yeah. I don't know where that information actually came from, where they drew that conclusion. I suppose it's something that can be looked into. I mean, yeah, normally it's you have to wait 48 hours to file. They have to be missing 48 hours before you file a missing persons report, right? 24. So, huh? 24. 24 hours. Well, even more then. So why does a concerned mother wait an entire week after without seeing her daughter? Is the, is, did she think it was that she was at her father's and something fishy? Anyway, I think... Uh, so, yeah, one thing definitely when you go visit, see if you can... See if you can find out who the fa- who the real father is. I'll try and talk about it. If you see can. If find out. Otherwise, I'll see if anybody, hopefully somebody at school saw, you know, maybe, maybe we'll look out and if they, she's got a friend or something who know, who also knows her dad. Especially if she's going, if she's going to the school in the slums, I'd be willing to bet that her, that her, uh, that her dad's, pro- that's where her dad probably lives. If her dad has custody of her, then yeah. Hmm. But then why didn't the dad file the missing persons report? Exactly what I'm wondering. Hmm. I'll try and find out what I can about the father. Alright, I'll see what's up. I'll talk to Miss Stone about that. Alright, I'll find out stuff at the school, but sounds like finding the father would be a really good next step to finding the girl. Absolutely. So... Did you find out anything else? Uh, you know, the small details that I can that I can cite when I'm talking to the one. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, you got where she lives. Um, it says it uh, looks like she plays soccer. She's pretty athletic. Um, I can get I can give you the site here if you want to look for yourself. They got pictures of her, so oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I have the whole uh, give them the websites. Looks like it was pretty hastily put up, so... Uh, it's got the name of the stepfather, though it doesn't say anything about him. So, com. Okay, I can't check it right now, I'm a bit busy. That's fine. Um, you, can give me, you can give me a perception check real quick. <laughs> Alright. Perception is what again? Uh, two sixes. Two sixes. You hear some, uh, some, some, uh, something muffled in the background. Like, it takes you a moment, it, it, it takes you a moment you, after talking to, um, after talking to, uh, to Holden for a little while. It takes you a moment to, uh, to get it. But, um, muffled noises, uh, at this point kick in, or finally set in for you. Uh, it's like someone's gagged. Sounds male. Ooh, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, is that, is that related or something else? Something else. Walked in on a guy trying to try, try, trying to pull his way to the mucker. Isn't that right? Yeah. You nod your head, you sneaky little bastard. Try, trying to what? Pull his... Pull his weight to the mucker. Oh, pull his weight. Okay. Big Boy, that was... Too. Seems like our guy could use a little lesson on, on picking appropriate targets, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna help this woman, you know... If that was his goal. Uh, why can't know. all the gangs just mug each other? I'm not too terribly sure. I really wish I'd really wish I'd know. I mean, think positive. Not only do you take money, your rival has less money. Exactly. It would definitely make sense. Leave the leave the nice people out of it. Well, you know, gangs—they can't do that. 
Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I have to establish some sort of rapport to fear. Isn't that right? Oh, bugger. He's trying to get away. Uh, can we talk oh, a little yeah, later? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh... Yeah, I'll let you get back to it. Later. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I guess he'll, uh, move on to... If there's nothing more to be gleaned from the site from this site, he'll move on to the see if the school has a website. Okay, give me another research check. Just no little. Uh, plus two bonus since you you know the actual name of the school. Right. Yeah, figure it'll be. He's you never know. He might find a little something out of it that'll help him talk to kids there or faculty, what have you. Uh, plus two bonus, you said. Yep. Uh, two fives. Yeah, um, you find you find the website for um, for uh, Prominence West Junior High. Um, it is it is a school that is kind of set on the practically on the city limits, where kind of where on the western side of the slums, where this where, where, where the where buildings start to taper off, and there becomes woods and then marshlands. Um, the uh, the middle school itself um, looks a bit in poor shape from the pictures. Like it's a it's kind of an old website, um, and you can kind of tell that from from all the images that it's just eh, not yeah. the best looking school. It's yeah, it's a school in a bad part of town. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like straight up uh, urban badness. But, but it, it definitely isn't getting the most money ever. Yeah. You know, not, hmm. Hey, here's an idea. Is soccer in... what? What is it fall or spring that soccer is played? Um, most of them that is uh, spring. Oh, well, that's perfect. Biggest problem he was thinking going to the school is you got uh, probably several several hundred kids at minimum, since it's a city, probably much more... How do you find the ones who actually know the girl you're looking for? Well, we know she was on the soccer team. You can find uh, on the website they have little smaller web pages devoted to, to devoted to like official school clubs Ooh. and like. Do they have a soccer one devoted to the soccer team? They have they have they have school sports. They have one for the soccer team. Um, a lot of the uh, the clubs that the club pages talk about you know meetups, meeting times. Um, uh, times in which like schedules for public events and whatnot. For the sports pages, you get games when particular games are happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for all the clubs, there are so many damn bake sales. <laughs> you don't have enough fingers to count the amount of bake sales in, in, in a single uh, span of two weeks. Ooh, this is gonna be a bake sale. Maybe I should go. Maybe I should bring some, bring a little cash, get something to eat while I'm there. In a span of two weeks, you might have to move onto your toes if you're gonna try and count the amount of bake sales. <laughs> God damn, that campus must smell delicious this time of year. Some of them include pizzas. Others include chocolate. Middle school fundraising is hard, okay? <laughs> Indeed. Alright, so, uh, yeah, you found out the school website, the address, um, find all the, all, all, all the, all the various clubs, and you can, so you can also find the soccer, the, the uh, soccer team. Yep, he- um, let's meets see. The, uh, soccer generally meets uh, in the backfield. That works. Pictures of it and whatnot. Back behind the school. 
I suppose just to be sure he'll check and do a scan on the school's website and see if there's any other clubs or anything she was in. Uh, there really isn't a roster for the clubs. They just kind of. Uh, it, 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 the only roster that's mentioned is like the important people on them, like president the and president, treasurer, treasurer, etc. Right. All right. Oh well. Oh well. That'll be something for asking in person. Let's see. He's trying to think if there's anything else more he could accomplish with just net research. I guess the one thing he will do is uh, just in case he needs to. On the off chance he needs it, print out a picture of her from the yeah, missing that. site. So if he needs to do the detective thing and show people pictures, yeah, you you print out uh, print out a couple of pictures of her. All the pictures of her, she looks like a pretty happy, useful, energetic kid. Hmm. Doesn't seem like the kind of kid who'd run away. That's for sure. But you know, then again, there are pictures posted of her by her mother, so. <laughs> There may be some bias in pictures selected. It's always her good side. Yep. Well, I guess with that, he'll probably call it an early night. Okay. Um, intending to wake up early tomorrow so he can go. Yeah, so he can, uh, yep. Okay. Um, yeah, you wake up around uh, one thirty in the afternoon. Uh, wake up on the couch. As, as usual. Probably not entirely unusual. I, I doubt he has his own bed. Yeah, there's only one bed in this little apartment. Uh, yeah. He'll... This, this, this apartment being Keiko's, uh, she, she gets that bed. Yeah. Uh, maybe if he brings down... <laughs> maybe if he uh, brings in a, a $100,000 reward, he can afford to at least claim partial ownership of that bed. <laughs> You have to talk to her about I'm just, that. I'm just saying, from now on, every other night. <laughs> have to talk to her about that. Yep, he will. So she, he's she, getting ahead of himself. She, she's not here right now. Probably there, busy. No, no, there's no guarantee a private the people will make good on a privately offered reward. So even if he finds the girl, yeah, uh, this is probably busy with school or something. Yeah, so he'll make himself look as presentable as people expect a private investigator to look. Okay. Yeah, you you uh you 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 make yourself look nice and only slightly noir. Yep. Because if you're gonna if, if if you're gonna go full private investigator, you have to look just like a little bit noir, but not too noir. Not too noir. Like you know. He puts a, he puts on like a brown. Like a brown suit instead of his usual like blue. Yeah, you, you wear, you wear a uh, brownish suit and maybe you don't go with a hat or anything, but you at least have some suspenders underneath, you know, things like that. Just just slightly more. Uh, I guess this. I suppose I better do the suspenders like last time. Julia said it sells the look, but I still think they look dorky. <laughs> no, I'm, not, his, I'm really not sure what you what what, what you mean by that. I, I, I personally think it could use a little more noir, but that's just me. I, I, I still I don't think suspenders are noir. That that is my argument. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. It's, 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 it's the suspenders are part of the package. You, you have the suspenders, and you have the badge just around your belt, and then you have a firearm in your coat, that sort of thing. Big hat. But I don't carry a firearm either. Well, that's your prerogative. I do. <laughs> I mean, most of the firearms I acquired 
taken from people who've tried to use them on me. I don't usually hold on to them. Yeah, dirty weapons, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the non sequitur aside. Yes. <laughs> they, they must have they, they must have some of the most ridiculous conversations given how straight a fairly straight laced and straight man Julius seems and how Kata talks most <laughs> of the time. Yep. He is the straight man of the comedy deal. <laughs> yep. Uh but yeah, he'll uh he'll check his wallet, make sure he's got his still got his uh private investigator card yeah, that know. he made or had printed at some point. It looks pretty official. You know what the best time you know what the best time to get to print fake credentials is? Halloween. Absolutely. Just tell them they're part of a pot costume and nobody says boo about it. Absolutely. No one even questions it. Yep. They just say good on you for, for, for putting that much effort into you in, into your uh, costume. It's true. On that note, he is a smash hit at Halloween parties. <laughs> Maybe with a thousand, with a with, with hundred thousand grand, we'll pull it off again this Halloween. Yep. He wonders if it would be. He wonders if it would be if it would be a bit too if it would be a bit too risky to uh, to go to a Halloween uh, party de- party and claim to be dressed as opera. No one really recognizes Opera that much. I know. Oh, would be. They'd probably, they'll probably be people dressed as the other he- superheroes anyway. You pull off Ghost pretty the well, other... Ghost, look, I need to borrow your equipment. It's really important. Borrow? You can just buy it for like $2,000. Well, that's only going to be the option if he gets this reward. <laughs> <laughs> he does not have $2,000 just sitting around. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but anyway, he'll make his uh, begin making his way down to the school so he can. Okay. Um. The uh. The there aren't any kids out front of school. Um. School's currently in session. It still has about an hour left. Um. But there are big pair of double doors. Um. In the front of it, should lead to the front offices and everything. Hmm. Well. Uh. Do I risk throwing? Do I risk trying to see if the offices will tell me? I suppose the worst they could do is say no to any of my questions. Uh, we'll take a first. He'll take a quick look around at the parking lot. Basically, if this girl got picked up by somebody right after school, kind of get an idea for the layout of where where she would have likely been picked up from, and you know where people could have gotten a potentially good view of it um the uh the parking lot is a pretty wide parking lot um it's kind of right in front of the school Mm -hmm. a lot of cars here uh if she were picked up out front of school someone would have seen right someone almost certainly is there another parking lot like around back of the school or like a designated pickup there is a smaller parking lot out out behind school but the designated pickup is right in front of school right where people can see Uh all right it's a matter of security if the designated pickup was out behind school people wouldn't be able to see so well but out front all the witnesses if, if a child's abducted yep uh, sure, why not? He'll uh, he'll walk into the thing and head for the office. Okay. All right. Um, there is a uh, it, there is a uh, kind of middle-aged woman sitting behind a wide desk, kind of square-shaped desk, 
but behind which there are, are numerous people, but she's the closest one to you. Um, and that's the, that's in the that's in the uh, the actual main office. There are a couple of other offices that, that that are also there. Um, but she's like, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I was wondering, uh, hoping you or someone could uh, someone be one to let me ask some questions. I'm uh, he'll uh, pull out his uh. I have some questions about uh, Rose Brigsby. Pull out your card. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll just preemptively pull out right. his uh, his card and uh, hand it to her. I'm sure <laughs> the name on it says uh, Ravius Varen. Yeah, you can give me a um, give me a uh, acting check. Acting. Ah, I know I'd get some use out of this sometime. Performance acting. Two sevens. Two sevens. She hands the card back to you. One second, I'll get the principal. Thank you. You hear her go back. Uh, Principal Pride? Okay, this is a private investigator out here for you. And it's kind of muffled as she talks to him for a little, a little longer. Eventually, uh, a, um... Hmm? Good. Never mind. Eventually... If she tries for, a, she hmm? for a while, he might try and listen in, but if it's just a few words, then... There's a few more words, but like the yeah. door's partly closed, you can only hear so much. Um, she, uh, she comes out... And um, following behind is a uh, kind of slightly balding, larger man. Um, larger in the belly, of course. Uh, he, uh, he, 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 com- he, he comes to you. Derek Pride, how can I help you? Hey there, uh, Aravius, uh, Aravius Varen. He'll shake his head, offer his hand. Yeah, he shakes your hand. Um, um, actually, uh, was wondering if, uh, you could tell me anything about, uh, Rose Brigsby? Rose Brigsby, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, could you come to my office, please? Sure. He leads you into his office. You have these people pretty well convinced that you are, in fact, a private detective. Private investigator, yeah. Um, he leads you back into his office, uh, sits down behind his desk. It's a, a real shame what happened. Um, we... Sincerely hope that you, police, anyone can find her. Right. Um. To the best of your knowledge, did you, any staff, any students, uh, see anything? Uh, notice anything unusual about her or her behavior leading up to it? Uh, uh, see anybody pick her up um, the last day she was seen? She does not get picked up from school. She doesn't. Does she, she takes the bus? No. She lives close enough that she has to walk. She walks. The buses. The buses don't transit. Um, for anything, for, for any students aside from those with a physical handicap, uh, within, um, within, within a third of a mile in the radius of the school. Ah, alright, makes sense. Um, if you don't, I'm just trying to think if, alright, here's a, here's something I'll ask. Is there a role he could make to know if he'd blow his cover by asking for, uh, her address? You mean tactics? Um, since that seems like ew, we don't have any points of tactics streetwise. Uh, need more tactics. All right. Um, in this well, case, social tactics. You have willpower. Yeah, willpower. I suppose I can always put some willpower in it. Uh, sure, we'll put a couple of points in and get two fours. It might not blow your cover if you drop Amanda Stone. You drop her address. You know one address at least. All right, yeah. So, um, so uh, say, wait. So she was within a uh, walking distance. You mean she uh, 
doesn't live with uh, her mother, Amanda Stone. That's incorrect. He lives with the father. Is that so? Um, could I get... Uh, do you have his name and address? I do, yes. And he uh, writes out um, on a card, uh, James Brixby. Um, doesn't appear that the, the, the address appears to be very close. Um, it's just a couple just a few blocks away. Now, all right. Rose, Rose, we we, la- we we all last saw Rose walking home. After that, we'd done here for, for hear, hear back from her for over a week. No, I see it. Um, have you met her father? Do you know anything about him? Well, yes. Um, he's a good man. He he's one of the most one of the more caring parents we've seen. Hmm. Good, uh, good to know. Um, all right. Uh, one last question then. Um, would you mind if I, uh, after school, of course, I just asked a couple of students. Uh, I was maybe some of her. Uh, I was thinking of talking to some of her friends on the soccer team, just because you know sometimes sometimes kids will tell the, their friends things that they won't tell adults or you know their their parents or their things. You can you can give another acting check. Uh, another acting check and uh, three fives. The parents might be a little uncomfortable. Alright, I understand. I don't want to... I mean, I don't want to make you guys uncomfortable. I know. I just want to hopefully help uh, find the girl. Just please contact me if you think, if you hear anything, uh, if you think that, uh, you know, if you if you have reason to think that uh, you know one of her uh, one of her friends or something might know something and might open up to uh, might open up to as you know a, an investigator over traditional authority, then you know please please feel, please give me a call. Absolutely, thank you. Um, I can't tell you as much that we have talked with her friends on the soccer team. Uh, none of them saw her. After she left, I'll them walk home with her. All right. Well, thank you very much for your information. I'll get out of your hair then. The uh, as um as you're leaving, uh, you remember talking check. Sure. Two threes. Uh, you sort of catch that um. There is a little boy, like in sixth grade, um, has kind of big glasses and short hair. Um, is uh, he is he's kind of like hesitating um, outside of the office, uh, especially around you. Um, almost like he wants to go talk to you, but it doesn't have the nerve. Hmm. Uh, was there a, all right, quick, quick thinking, was there a place nearby where he could say, talk to someone just outside the school, but be kind of out of direct sight from the school? There is. School's currently going in, in session, though. I mean, like for after school. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. It's kind of down the road a little bit. Yeah, he'll just, uh, as he kind of walks by, he'll just whisper to the kid, uh, if you want to talk to me, I'll wait down at the end of the street uh, after school. The, the kid uh, and kind of quickly nods his head and scampers off. 
<sighs> yep. Then he'll uh well, apparently he's got another another way to check out, so he'll go down and uh yeah, wait for school to let out. Okay. Um so he'll be on the street. Yep. Um eventually the little boy uh you see him walking down the street. He he walks by himself. Yeah. There are other kids that are walking all together, but this one's good have to have too many friends out here. Mm. Hey there, you looked like you wanted to talk to me. Um, yeah, I, 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 I heard you asking about Rose. Uh, yep, that's true. Um, I'm looking for her, trying to find her, make sure she's all right. Uh, did you know her? Yeah, yeah, she was really nice to me. Here, did you, uh, did you see her on the? Have you? Did you see her on the day she disappeared? Have you seen her since? Her- I saw her. I, 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 I've seen her. I've seen her since. Oh, uh, where was she? I, 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 I saw her in in a car with a, a, a bunch of with with a bunch of a bunch a bunch of people a bunch of guys. It was a, kind of a kind of like a a minivan or, or, or something. No one believes me though. That's so. Do you know? It was, uh, hmm? it was just a couple of days ago. Support. No one believes you, huh? Do you know whose car it was? Did you? No. It was a. It was kind of a like a like, like a green minivan. Green minivan. Um. Uh, did you get a license plate or make or model of it? Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's okay. Yeah, even telling uh, telling me what you told me is gonna help. Um, did you recognize any of the people she was with? No, they looked kind of like older. Like one of them was like really old. It was he was in passenger seat, like really really old guy. Really really old guy. Um, and and everyone else like they kind of dressed. Um, I don't know, really mobster kind of like, you know? Uh, mobster kind of like that. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, anything else about them, specific things, something, anything else similar to how they all went? He, out of character. He's trying to prod the kid and see if he can figure out if this is one of the gangs, which gang it was. The kid re- recognizes anything that points to a specific one. Okay, um, he, he shakes his head. No, they didn't, like, wear any of the blue or green or anything. All right. Uh, where'd you see the van? It was um, it was kind of passed by. Uh, it was it's kind of like drove by my house. All right. Um, um the, where whereabouts do you live? Right across the street from Rose. All right. So they drove by right in front of her house. Did they pick her up there, or were they just driving by? I don't know. I just kind of saw them. Just kind of saw them when the car was going. All right, so you don't know if they were stopped or there or anything? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, he'll, uh, uh, I hate to ask this, but did Rose look like she wanted to be there? Did you get a good glimpse at her? Did she look all right? Scared? She, look, she uh, looked sleepy. Sleepy. All right. Um, anything else you can think of, uh, that might help? Um, anything? Was she acting any, 
did you know her well? Was she acting any differently before she disappeared? She was just fine. We, um, we, I, I, I talked to her, like, like the day she disappeared, because I, 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 I just, I had to stay home sick, and she came in and she checked up on me. On and the then day she went she home. Dis- on the yeah. day she disappeared. Yeah. So. No one believes me about that either. Hmm. Well, I believe you. He smiles a little. Did you, uh, you live just across the street for her? Did you see, did she yeah. go back to her home then? Yeah. Alright then. And I didn't see her again until a couple of days ago. Alright. Well, thank you very much. Um, please find her. What do you say? I said, please find her. Right. Um, uh,. Oh, by the way, I'm Arabius. I'm, I'm, I'm William. William. Well, tell you what, William. Um, I'm gonna. He'll, he'll uh, take just a piece of scratch paper and write his number down. Okay. Uh, if you can think of anything else, um, if you remember anything else that might help, or if you see her again, or she contacts you, or some, or anything at all, give me a call. I'm okay. doing my best to find her and, and uh, make you. sure she's safe. Okay, thank you. Yep, no problem. He, uh, give her a give her give him a reassuring smile. Yeah, he, he smiles a little and then kind of scampers off really nervously. He'll wait till he gets ahead of it before going in what is likely going to be the same direction because he definitely knows his ne- next destination now. But okay, uh, yeah. on Just, the way he's on the way he's going to call his partner. I bet you actually have a um, have a missed call from him anyway. Oh, didn't leave a message, but he, he a missed call from him. All right, yeah, he'll call so back. It's, 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 the, it's the same number that he's been using. Looks like he changed his number the last time that the last time he was out of was out of town. Mm-hmm. Wonder if he lost his phone or got busted and not an uncommon occurrence, I bet. <laughs> or just decided it was too too dangerous to keep using the same one. But yeah, he'll uh, he'll call him back. Gator. Hey, you learned anything? A little bit, yeah. I just got out of um, the Stones' house just about an hour ago. Were you at school? Yeah. Probably why you didn't pick up. Okay. Yeah, I learned a good bit. Man Stone really hates James Bixby. Hmm. Really, really hates him. She's talking about how James got custody of Rose. Uh, despite being not so well off, despite being, um, in her eyes, kind of a deadbeat, court apparently ruled it because James seemed the most loving, while she seemed the most mechanical, I guess. Hmm. There's a bit of an emotional dispute. But Mrs. Stone gets custody of her every other weekend. Apparently James won by a landslide. Yeah, the classic rich but uncaring parent versus poor but appears to love him a lot. Amanda's a bit bitter. Yeah. So, here's what I heard about, found out about the father, though. Mrs. Stone was planning on making a case against him very recently. Hmm. His behavior has been a bit erratic. He communicates a little less. Less and less over the last uh, couple of months. 
he stays out. He's been staying out late more often. Um, apparently, there was a incident a few weeks ago where he um, didn't cook dinner at all, and uh, Rose went hungry for a day. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, I found out it's gonna be putting together a theory, and that. Well, you're saying it might hold up to it. What's so, I went to the school, found out, uh, for the most part, everybody last saw Rose leaving the school. Um, she uh, she lives in the walking distance. She only lives a few blocks away, so she just walks. Um, uh, she seen, it sounds like she's perfectly normal, happy kid until she disappeared, so I don't think she's a runaway. Also, um, I did one kid. I did manage to. I did talk to one kid. A friend of hers lives across the street. Says uh, she actually made it home the day last. Everybody saw her last. Uh, he'd mm. stayed home sick that day, and she came to, and checked up on him before going home. And then he also says she. He saw her just two days ago in the in the back of a green minivan. Uh, with a bunch of people, mafia-looking people he didn't know, a really old guy in the passenger seat, and she looked sleepy. That's not good. That's not, not good at all. Good at all. So, uh, how much you want to bet that uh, our dad here has been uh, has done has done something right and or on has or has done something wrong and managed to get one of the one of the local gangs mad at him. Maybe got his daughter kidnapped. Mm. It also explain if they threaten threaten him, took the daughter for some reason. Might explain why there was no missing persons report. He's got custody and he doesn't report her missing. He knows why she was taken, but he doesn't want to say anything. I'm on my way to talk to him now. Excellent. Let me know what you find. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the lead here. All right. Um, There's a uh, a little detail. Oh. Mrs. Mrs. Stone didn't didn't quite want to talk about it, so it's barely much of anything. And it really could be hearsay more than anything else, but you know, uh, she's talking about all of the awful things that uh, James does. The sort of standard angry loss, sore loser kind of person. Uh, she's talking about one of the one of the things she mentioned offhand was she saw him that when she was one one time when she was driving through she she saw him talking with some uh, lords of sin. Lords of sin. I think it's going to be hearsay. Those those those, those, those punks just kind of patrol around. If you happen to bump into them, they'll talk to you. You could very well have been walking home. Could be not the kind of thing that would hold up in court, but exactly. Combined but, with what I just heard, it's enough for us to go on. At least let's start ass digging around. What I'm thinking is if I can bust a couple of heads there, see if the Lords of Sin have got into the kidnapping game. Yep. All right. Um, Normally, I'd like to just go up and be incognito, but these gangs don't quite work that way. Yeah, time's of the essence here, just... You talk very well under pressure, though. Yeah, just, uh, careful, alright? 
we don't want them doing something stupid if they think that we're on to her trail. Absolutely. I'll also make sure much, to throw my voice a little. Yeah, much as much <laughs> as I like a much as I like voice a little there too. Yeah. Uh, much as I like punishing shitheads, the girl's safety comes first. Absolutely. Alright. Uh, let's see. I can definitely... So, Lord's Ascent, huh? I could, that would fit with the area. I could definitely yeah, bring that up. I'm, if the father knows who, who, who took her and why, then, well... I'm betting I got enough info to make him sweat. I know enough to make him sweat, and I bet I can get him to talk one way or the other. Well, I hope you can. I'll let you know. In the meantime, um, hmm, what do you think? Should we, uh, one of us, give the police an anonymous tip on this van? Hmm. At least to keep them still interested. The sort of situation is one that doesn't quite take priority. Enough, enough, enough time has passed, and they're too busy doing with all of those. They're too busy keeping the keep, keeping the evil people from killing the evil people. Actually, yep. notice that the good people are going missing. Yep. All right. Well, I'll leave that to you. I'm uh, just about there. I'll go have a word with our Mr. James Brigsby. I'll get in touch with the police while I'm away. While I'm away. I'll call you when I'm ready. I'll, I'll call you when I'm free. Alright, I'll probably give you a call. Assuming I learn anything from the dead here, I'll probably give you a call, or I'll talk to you. Probably have some info for you by then. Excellent. Looks like. Yep. Yeah, I'll hang up and go. Hmm? Yeah, he'll hang up and probably go go find the address. The... Okay, you have the address. Just walk on up. It's a. Uh... It's a kind of a crappy two-story house. Might have been nice 50 years ago. Nah, it's just run down. Well, he'll figure he'll try and at least do this the professional way to start. So he'll knock on the door. Okay, knock or, on the door. And, and um, or, doorbell. Yeah, you, you knock. You try the doorbell, the door wasn't worrying. Um, you knock. Uh, after a moment, um, door opens. A uh, haggard-looking man in his late 30s opens the door. Um, hello? Hey there, uh, Mr. Brigsby? What can I do for you? Now, this is probably a tough time, but I was wondering if I could ask some, ask you some questions about your, uh, daughter. I'll show the card again. Uh, uh, Ravius Varen, private investigator. I've already talked to one of you guys. Well, forgive the redundancy, but I hope you'll talk to me as well. More, more, the more of us, the more of us who know, the more, uh, more of us looking around, the better chance we'll be able to find her and get her back safely. I'll call for, um, not necessarily splitting actions, but I'll call for a scrutiny check and an acting check. And an acting check. All right, can do. Um, so I'll do. Scrutiny is three fives. Acting is four nines. Okay. Um, so what was the scrutiny? Again? Three fives. This guy doesn't look in good shape. Um, he has kind of dark circles under his eyes, and his eyes are a little bloodshot. Um, this could either be lack of sleep or something a, a little less than kosher. Withdrawal. Um, but, well, that was guesses. Why would 
I would, uh, well, yeah, I'll wait and see if it's right. <laughs> he, uh, he's just like, can I meet you somewhere? Can you meet me somewhere? Yeah. Sure. There, uh, you got a place, uh, you got a place in mind? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. My house is dirty right now. Gotcha. Um, no problem. Uh, when do you want to meet? Anytime. Today could work just fine. What do you say? Sorry. Anytime. Today could work just fine. All right. Well, how long do you need to get to? How long do you need to get ready here? An hour. An hour. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about uh, meet me in a meet me at a nearby? I don't know. To like name off some nearby place for like food or something okay yeah you do something um, is, some, something private enough that this guy could would conceivably open up though without being worried about being overheard if as opera suspects he's maybe got some uh not so great things to tell him okay um yeah you kind of drop a rundown diner in the vicinity um something real cheap yeah and uh you're like All right, i'll meet you there all right um the door Hmm. And you know what? Opera's going to try and find somewhere to hang out nearby where he can keep an eye on the place. Cause Are you going to kind of walk around and investigate the area? Yeah, because if he doesn't want him going inside, he suspects there's something inside he might want to see then. All right, you can give me a uh, scrutiny check to just kind of go around the house. Look uh, around a bit. Look around a bit. Uh Two fives. You kind of look around a bit. Um, you go, you, you go around back, just being subtle. Um, and you see that uh, this guy's house has a back, has kind of a um, back parking area that connects to an alleyway. Hmm. Um, there's kind of a, a fenced-in backyard, and uh, fenced-in grassed-over backyard, and there's just uh, right next to it a a, uh, a a place that kind of you can you can tell is used for parking because you see tire tracks. His car is also there. It's kind of beaten up old sedan. Back parking, huh? You can give me a uh, unless you've already concluded something. You can give me a streetwise check. I'm streetwise check. He figures if uh, unless the conclusion is if the girl was taken it was probably through the back. Then you don't have to give me a streetwise check. Yeah, if the girl was taken. It was probably through the back. <sighs> hmm. Well, there is one thing he could try and confirm. Um, are there any? Uh, is this alleyway like? Is there like a row of houses that I'll open up into the back alley? Yeah. All right. Um, I'd ra- I'd rather not do a, uh, because I'd rather not do a RP each and every one. Is there? Could I do a check for a blanket roll to kind of ask the neighbors and see if they noticed any? Um. Uh, unusual, unfamiliar vehicles back there uh, within yeah, the last yeah. week. Sure. Um, pitch something to me, and I'll. Uh, well, let's see. That I could do. Um, It'll be some sort of charm roll. Some sort of charm. I'm thinking I could do. Do you want me to just roll a general uh, persuasion? Um, persuasion I could, or uh, I could do if you wanted more of like. Gathering info. I keep thinking of street wise is also kind of a gathering info one, but I guess that's not really what it is here. Yeah, you can give me a persuasion check. Just persuasion slash acting. Yeah. If you're gonna, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play yourself as a uh, as a private private. Yeah, I'll keep doing the private eye thing. Yeah, give me, thing. give me acting check. Acting check. Uh, two sevens. 
Okay. Um, you kind of go, uh, just kind of go around talking to people. Um, so you talk to a few of them. Uh, the bulk of them didn't notice anything. Um, one of them did notice, uh, one of them did notice, um, about uh, a week ago, uh, and actually kind of, um, recently, that there is a, uh, there was a, some not so nice people kind of hanging out in this alleyway. Um, everyone else you talk to just kind of passes it off, but an old lady you talk to talks about, uh, some uh, some hooligans look like some gang types. Gang types. Um, if I ask them, you know, specifics. How were they? How were they? Dre- what, when did you? Or, you know, what, do you remember what time you saw them? How were they dressed? Uh, did they, did, were, you know, was there anything distinguished about how they were dressed? Like, uh, mar- like they all had kind of had the same markings. Again, fishing for identifying right. them as. Um, now he's especially suspecting the words of sin, given the area. But. Yeah, the, um, the woman confirms that they wore kind of. They had kind of a gold motif to their appearance, um, and talked about how uh, some of them were um, were. She, she also mentioned that uh, that that uh, at least once she saw uh, a couple weeks ago um, mm-hmm. that, uh, that that they talked to uh, they they went and bothered um, James Brixby. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll thank her for her info. Alright, um, time to get into the quasi-legal, and by that I mean completely illegal territory. Okay. He's going to try and find a place uh, where he can watch the house, preferably without being seen. Okay. Uh, he wants to wait until Ms. until Mr. Brigsby leaves and then, see, and then sees if he can get in. Okay. Um, yeah, the alley is a pretty good place to go unseen, or just be completely unnoticed anyhow yeah um i'll try and be enough away so that if the, he glances out of the alleyway he doesn't get suspicious of having the okay. see um, the investigator who's supposed to be meeting him keeping an eye on his house doesn't yeah, spook you, the guy you kind of hang back you wait about 40 minutes when you're pretty sure james is not going to be there give me a stealth check you want to try and get in real real uh stealth like yeah that would be ideal you know um not be seen by a crazy old woman mm-hmm. who doesn't trust anyone also, she had, like, ten cats. Of course she did. Uh, hey, sometimes paranoid people are useful and right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what do I have for stealth? Two eights. Yeah, two eights. Yeah, you're able to get in pretty handily. Presumably because this door is poorly locked. It's a lock you can easily just pick with a credit card. Yeah. Just slide open. This uh, man, this uh, this private eye card's getting me in all kinds of places today. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. You walk into a very. It's not. Com- the thing is, this house isn't dirty. I think I suggested. Mm-hmm. It's pretty well kept. All right. I'm James Brigsby, and private eye comes knocking around, and wants to ask some questions. And I want to make sure I hide something before leaving, because I don't want him to come in and see it, but I don't want to leave it out in plain sight when I leave either. So where would I put it? So yeah, he's going to try and search the place. So yeah, you uh, you can give me a streetwise check. 
Streetwise check. The skill had to come in handy soon. Uh, I'm gonna add some more power to that. That's a crappy, crappy roll. You just kind of go around and explore the house. There we go. That's much better. Two tens. Two tens. Uh, well, two willpower. Asking about his daughter certainly wouldn't put him in his daughter's room. Right. Asking about him probably wouldn't keep something in his room. Uh, most most ideal nondescript place to put something. No one really thinks about the kitchen that much. It's true. A lot of a lot of a lot of cupboards. Not a lot of pe- not a lot of people care about what kind of food he eats. So yeah, he'll start uh, he'll start rummaging through the kitchen. Right kitchen, kitchen. cupboards, um, fridge, free- freezer. Freezer is always a good place. You uh you you start rummaging through the kitchen um and you find. You find as you just sort of um, look through behind things, there is a card, a small cardboard box uh, in the uh, cup cabinet. Hmm. All right. Bingo. Yeah, he'll pull it out, uh, take it on the counter, and see what's inside. See what's inside. Uh, vials. Vials of this kind of neon blue substance. Does he recognize them? Mere streetwise check. These vials also happen to have needles on the end of them. Yeah, they're capped. Damn it! I uh, the the rare case in this campaign so far, where I actually know what this is out of character, <laughs> but uh, opera might not know. Um, streetwise, two tens. You've seen this once or twice before. Uh, poxy blue. Um. As uh, Holden had told you, a uh, yeah. new type of new, new type of designer drug um, was being peddled on the streets for a couple of years uh, since it dwindled. There's a lot of poxy blue here. You know, as well as a very addictive substance, like incredibly addictive. You only need to sell it once, and then you have someone for a long time. And with the needles in it, he's got to be having them for himself. He's not dealing. I'm guessing these look right. like they're ready for use. Right. I'll say as much. This is really professional looking. Like this isn't just some street heroin. Granted, this stuff, from what you know, has many of the effects of heroin. Um, but the actual setup here—that they all have their own individual needles, that you don't have to set it up all yourself. There's like 14 of these things in here. Hmm. They're all well packaged. This, this doesn't this doesn't strike you as a thing a gang would sell. Because gangs are a little less organized than this. This is professional. Right. Somebody somebody professional selling this, so Okay. But it's still connected to a gang. The Lords of Sin were talking to him, but they couldn't have been selling him this stuff. This is way too good for just street thugs peddling drugs. So someone yeah, it's gotta be getting it from someone else, but then why do the Lords of Sin what do the Lords of Sin want with him? Well, I guess the only I guess the best way is to ask himself ask him himself. Yeah, he'll uh put the box he'll put the box back. Okay. No sense in uh 
stealing, letting the guy know that ahead of time that he's on to him. He doesn't okay. rather not actually let the guy know that he broke into his house. So, um, <laughs> you're pretty sure he wouldn't be able to call you out on it anyways. Yeah, something incredibly illegal there. Probably not, but at the same time, he per- tries to keep his personas relatively clean. Understandable. If nothing else, if he needs solid proof to call him out on it, he can always just he can always just give him the uh, you know if he ends up needing to reveal it for some reason and like to call him out on it, he he figures he can always just give him the exact location he found it in his house and he knows he's the guy knows he's in deep shit. Indeed. So uh, yeah, you're gonna go meet him. Yep, then he'll go meet him. Uh, so I guess take take another cursory look around just to make sure he isn't hiding anything else. I, he will take a quick look at the girls' room just to see if there's any uh, clue, other clue there, but otherwise... It is impeccably clean. Really straightened up. Okay, no teenager is this clean. He's making sure his home is spotless. He's expecting people to want to be taking a look around. Same with his room, I'm betting. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, wouldn't want to be too late to our meeting unless he gets suspicious. Uh, better get going. Okay. Yeah. You head on to the meeting point. Um, he is there waiting for you. Hey, glad you could make it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry about earlier. What can I do for you? Oh, uh, I imagine you've probably already gathered this, but I wanted to ask some questions about your daughter. Yeah. When was the last time you saw her? About last week. Um, I, I saw her when she was going to school in the morning. Made her breakfast. Okay. And uh, did you notice anything unusual about her leading up to uh, her disappearance? Was she acting oddly? Uh we've been getting into fights a little more recently but I figured it was just standard teenage stuff I didn't think she'd actually make good on any threats of running away from home did she threaten to run away from home yeah usual say I love mom more but I have to stay with you right um so are you, you seem pretty certain she ran away? I figured that's what happened. But when no one saw her, I put in a report. Hmm. Can I make a scrutiny check on this guy? Yeah. Since, obviously, you know, okay, we're not 100% certain, but we're pretty certain that this guy's giving us some bullshit right here. You, you can give me a empathy check, actually, is what it is. Empathy? Okay, that's right. Fuck, I don't think we have as much of that. Uh, <laughs> um, empathy. Actually, no, we have exactly as much of that. I lied. Okay, we're going to add some willpower to that. Since I managed to roll seven dice and get nothing. Ouch. Okay, you've got to be fucking kidding me. All right, I'll have to bring out a die and one more. I got one, two, three, six, seven, eight, ten on my first roll. Rolled two extra. Got... Four and five. Ah! I hate when I know they're lying and I need the roll to prove it. Always. 
Oh, that was fortuitous. Well, I rolled a 10, so that makes two 10s. Okay. Um, Alright, uh, with two 10s. Using a lot more willpower when I don't have allies to that I know can potentially make up lost ground. The, uh... A girl who would go over to the home of a really outcast kid that doesn't have any friends and make sure he's okay, just willingly do that for no reason, and be that selfless would not say something that mean to her father. Yeah. See, now, it's funny you say that because all the other reports I've been hearing were that Rose was a bright and cheery girl and very happy and was having no problems whatsoever. Also, um... The last day anyone saw her, her friend, uh, she she visited her friend uh, who'd stayed at home sick and then proceeded to come back here. So I'll ask you again, when was the last time you saw your daughter? He looks a little nervous. What friend? Uh... I think you'll understand if I don't tell you which friend. Look, the way I see it, I'm going to be upfront with you. My first and foremost concern is making sure your daughter's safe. Right now, I'm not really concerned. I don't really care what you did, what you did. I just want to find her. Give me a uh, persuasion. You can, uh, the police, on the other hand, they'll be very interested in any, if they find out that you've lied to them. Okay, you can give me an intimidate check. I will. I will make an intimidate check. Two nines. He looks really, really nervous now. Look, I, I. Okay, 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 okay. So, um. He was a doctor. An, an, an old guy. Um, introduced himself as uh, Alistair. Alistair something. Alistair. Alistair what? Dr. Alistair. I, I, I don't know. That, that was... That was... Um, it was the most recent one before was uh, uh, the Lords of Sin guys. Um, um, they, um, they wanted to, to talk to her and um, uh, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let them and um, they wanted to talk to her. They wanted to talk to your daughter. Yeah. I wouldn't let them and um and uh, it, it, they said if they 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 went away and then 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 it was um then it was Alistair um and um and and then and then they 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 they, they came and took her Alistair did. No, Lords and guys. 
they came and took her. You're sure it wasn't a... You're sure it wasn't a Dr. Alistair? Was he with the Lords of Sin? No. He said that... He said that I, um... He said that I, I, I'd still be able to, to breathe if, um, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I sold her. If you sold her. What do you mean, still able to breathe? They, were they threatening to kill you? Or did you have, say, were you having, say, some medical issues? He just kind of nods his head real quick. Both? Yeah, both. It would kill me if they took that away. So. Alright. So the Lord, the Lords of Sin, to be sure, threatened to kill you. Or was that Dr. Alistair? Uh, Alistair. Alistair threatened to kill you. Why? I don't, I don't know. Man, you don't get a death threat from a man and not have any idea why. Did you order more? More than you could pay? Was that it? No. Then no, what? I, I could pay for it. it he, he said that I'd be able to breathe for years. You'd be able to breathe for years. Then why did he threaten you? You sound like you were a pretty important... You sound like you were a pretty good customer of his. Because he could cut it off at any time. So that was it. You weren't... You were paying him already, but he just wanted more. He'd threaten to cut you off if you didn't give he up your daughter. He nods his head quickly. Can I make an empathy? Uh, you automatically succeed. He's telling the truth? Yeah. Where did the Lords of Sin come in? Were they... Let me guess. They were the ones formerly helping you with your uh, medical condition, and they weren't too happy with you stopping from their services. Right. Found a better doctor, so to speak. Right. And they also wanted to do... Okay, you said they wanted to talk to your daughter, too. Why did they want to talk to your daughter? At, at first, they were first they were angry that I found a different person, and um, then I guess maybe uh, Dr. Alistair talked to them. Uh, they wanted to they, they wanted to take her for him. So Dr. Alistair is related to the Lords. I, I, I don't know how. So the. So, if I'm getting this right, the Lords of Sin took her, but under Dr. Alistair's orders. Right. Gotcha. How do I get a hold of this Dr. Alistair? I don't where, know. where do you find him? Where? What do you know about him? Um, he, he, he was an older man, uh, well-dressed, um, looked like, uh, he, he looked like a, a, a physician of some kind, I don't know. I think Alistair was his real name. You think it was? You think it was his real name? Yeah. That's trusting of you. Well, how did you? You must. You must have had some way to get in contact with him. You were buying from him. How did you? Did you? Did you meet somewhere? Did you know where to find him? Did you have a number? He 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 met me. Where? My house. All right. Did he find you, or did you have a way of? having him calling him having him come over he found me 
So a doctor shows up out of the blue, says he can get you some better stuff, and you don't question it at all? He just comes by periodically and sells to you? He doesn't say anything. Well, I'm trying to find your daughter. Anything you can tell me will make the will make that I find her and get her back safely. I've told her everything that I know. All right, empathy has he has he told me everything he knows? You can roll it, sure. Two eights. Uh, sort of. He told you everything he knows, but not all the details of the kidnapping. All right. Tell me about the kidnapping. What happened? Everything you can remember. I was home. Rose came in. Um, she came in. Um, went upstairs. Started listening to music. Um, the, uh, the, the Lords of Sin and um, a couple of uh, guys in suits um, came to the back. Um, they were they, they had a um, they had a, a, a minivan or something back, and um, and uh, they, 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 they they hid around the corner. Um, one of the one of the guys in the in the suits. Um, came to the house and um, I, I called Rose down and um, he got behind her and, 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 and took her outside. Took her outside. Did he just grab her and drag her? He... he uh, that, that cloth thing. Chloroform. Chloroformed her. Would that have been two days ago by any chance? No, that was last week. Last week. What happened two days ago? Dr. Alistair um, brought me uh, more. Brought you more? Yeah. Did he have your daughter with him? I don't know. He came to my house. No. When do, when will he come to your house next? He won't. He won't? He told me that the Lord of Sin will provide for me now. All right. All right. Anything else he thinks he can get from this guy, or does he have everything he needs? Get about everything from this guy. All right. Well, that's all I needed to know. Say it was nice talking to you, Mr. Brigsby, but I'd be lying. I'll see you around. He just kind of looks at the table at his hands. Hands kind of shaking as you leave. Yeah, and... Resisting every impulse in his body that is screaming to grab this guy, drag him into the kitchen, and shove his head into a deep fryer. He walks outside and gives a call to his partner. Hello. Julius. Kata. I have a name. I, I have what happened. We need to move probably quickly. I have a little detail here, too. Yeah. You can talk when you meet again. Can you can you meet soon? Yeah. Yeah, we can. All right. You should meet me over here in the slums. I'm already there. Good. Same place as the last night? Yep. See you there. See you there. Click. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he heads over there. Yeah, you you head you head out to the uh, the parking lot. Um, you're waiting about ten minutes for uh, for Julius. Um, meet you. Uh, he uh, looks like he's gonna have to clean his suit soon. Um, you can tell uh, he's tucked his shirt in, um, but one little slip that isn't un- that, that is untucked has a little splotch of, of red on it. Might want to watch that. Oh. He just tucks that back in. Please tell me that was the Lord of Sin. Yeah. Good. Said you had uh, more details? I'm working with some... Not a lot of them have. It's kind of a small group of them. Working with some uh, foreign company. Company, I guess. Foreign. Said they're... Some Eastern Europeans specialize in human trafficking. These guys take people for them. They get paid by traffickers. Traffickers do what they're going to do. I couldn't find much information out, out, out on that. I did get the uh, did, did get one name though. That's Alistair. Not a trafficker, but someone that was buying from the traffickers. Hmm. Well. That's certainly quite a coincidence, because that's also our kidnapper. Turns out uh, Mr. Brigsby has a bit of a habit. And uh, a while back, this Mr. Alistair showed up with some better stuff for him. Uh, it was the stuff you were tracking down. Hypoxy blue? Hypoxy blue? Poxy blue. Poxy blue. All right. He, in exchange, in exchange for a what? For a large supply of the good stuff he sold his daughter to the guy makes sense Lords of Sin came and took her under the guy's orders now the Lords of Sin will be pretty much giving him stuff sounds like for quite a while without for that price they're getting paid pretty well with those traffickers I got some names but that's the one we can look into later yeah right now we gotta find where they took the girl the whole box of blue thing, though, does make sense. Might sell a fun little thing about this stuff. I told you it rots your mind. It takes yeah. common sense. Mm-hmm. You start to think that you can't live without it. That's why it's so addictive. A lot of people report that they can't breathe if they're not using it. Matches up what Mr. Brigsby said. He described it as saying he could, the doctor was going to let him breathe again. People that go into a withdrawal just suffer, suffer asphyxiation. I guess the recorded ones. Hmm. Alright, so what, the... Not sure when some loving father started doing that, but... Not sure either, but he's in... He is obviously into it now. That's something we can investigate later, too. Yeah. Alistair. Dr. Alistair, he's got the girl, his, the friend, uh, it's a vague description, but the description Brigsby gave of him uh, matches the description the kid gave of, of a, the older gentleman uh, in the van and matches the time, matches the time, uh, saw the van in front of the house around the, the time Alistair's last visit to Brigsby. Yet his, he kidnapped his girl and then had her in the back seat as he went to drop off the last set of drugs. So. Logistin also caught on some doctor. 
So definitely a fusion of some kind. So what's he want a girl for? You said he's the one buying from the traffickers, right? Right. So if he's getting directly involved with the, the client, then it's really important to him. Yeah. He didn't want to take the chance of letting the traffickers go through with it. He put it in his own, he put it in his own stake. I hate that I'm even going to ask this question, but do you have? Uh, did you get what kind of people this guy buys from the traffickers? I only got a few names, but they sell for anything really. They sell body parts, organs, anything. All right. What the hell? Okay. I can understand why some drug testing doctor would want organs. Why does he want a whole live girl? That seems to be stepping things up a bit. A specific one from someone who knows that's a bit of a risk to take just for some organs. I'm just being optimistic. Yeah. Because the other things they sell me before, I'd rather not be the case. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Opera turns and just punches a wall as hard as he can. Well, naive though the sentiment was, he, the guy thought that guy thought Alistair was his real name. Think we could? You got a better phone than me. You think you could? Think we can look that up quick? Otherwise, it's time to uh, the slightly more uh, the other way of gathering information from about uh, of gang member contacts. And the only reason I don't, the only reason, and the only reason I'm not jumping right to that one is if he's, if you can find him online, that would be quicker. Let's see what I can find. He uh, pulls out a uh, a smartphone. Um, he kind of passes around it for a bit. Jack Addis too works at Providence Memorial Hospital, chemistry department. All right, got an address. Hospital and and or home address. Can't get a home address. None of the uh, Palace Memorial staff give their home address. It is, after all, a mental hospital. Do have the? I, I, I do know where it is, though. Well then, I guess we got. I guess it's time we go pay Prominence Memorial a visit then. Absolutely. Did you get a car yet, or should I drive? Uh, hi, sorry, no vehicle yet, you better drive. Alright, I'm parked just down the road, yeah, let's go. And as you guys, uh, yeah, you you go to Julius' car, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, well, what you know of how Julius works is he does happen to use multiple vehicles. Um, and this is... This is this is uh, his nicer vehicle that he uses for uh, dealing with the richer sides of town. Wow, ah, very brave of him to drive it into the slums to meet him. <laughs> it's true. Um, so it's a. Uh, then again, all, 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 although on the other hand of that is that pity the fool that tries to mess with his car. <laughs> so yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice kind of newish car sedan um guys load up and uh start off um at some point during the ride Julius is just like you don't mind if I smoke right uh no go ahead excellent I'd offer you one but I know you don't like it yeah unless something changed no no I still don't smoke Keiko's gonna 
bitch me out if I start smoking. How's she doing, by the way? Um, pretty good. Uh, she's been uh, a little tired lately, but sounds like she made a friend in uh in class. Been helping her uh, on some of the subjects she's not so great with. That's good to hear. I haven't talked to her in a while. Yeah. I figured I'd pay her a visit sometime, say hi, but. Yeah, just make sure you come. Uh, if you do, make sure you go early. She goes to bed pretty early, so. All right. Not not. She's not a late person like us. Well, I'm kind of a all day. Got a bad caffeine addiction going on right now. So, after this, you make sure you get some sleep too. I was planning on it. So I'm not one to rest. I want actually something to do. Something needs done. True, but the way I figure, if you don't rest when you get a when you, if you don't rest at a time of your choosing, your body will choose for you. Maybe not when you want to rest. Absolutely true. Can't say I've been in a situation before, but I could see it going on. Situation like you know, mid interrogation, then your your eyes flutter a second, and the person gets to jump on you. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Uh, I mean, there you'd at least be lucky if you had them strapped down that you might be fine i'd be more worried about body giving out in the middle of a you know some confronting some thugs on the street body gives out and that isn't something i'm worried i'm, I'm too worried about as far as confronting thugs on the street uh, fights don't usually that last that long oh that's true but oh man you should have uh, i'll tell you later about the couple of guys we look i'd I found a, a couple help take down a couple guys uh, a little bit back with those with the with the other masks. Oh man, they were something else. One of them was just wearing full fucking armor. Like who does that? He was just in a full armor. Like not 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 like not like you know like Kevlar like military bottom armor, just flat out metal fucking armor. I think I remember that actually. Uh, I think I'd watched that. Um, I think uh, yeah, I'd, um, I saw that on the news. Uh, the uh, the imposters and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yep, that was that. Got to the point where I just had to, where I just started banging them around the head with the staff. Not even could barely get through the arm. Or fear my best bet was just to make a bunch of noise and make it impossible for her to concentrate. Oh, good thinking there. Next time I might advise, uh, she's wearing metal. Um, bring something a little shocking or something. Hmm, that's a good idea. Maybe I should invest in a taser. Or how about this? He uh, reaches into his pocket and uh, pulls out a uh, a small. It's it's kind. It's 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 definitely not like the. It's not the length of a pen, but not the width of a pen. Um, it's about like, it's about the about the width of a uh, closed fist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of this uh, this metal device that has uh, two buttons on it, like one like one at the top of it and one at the bottom of it. it kind of like tosses it to you. If you push the button, one it'll extend. Huh. Stop. Electrify. Really? I'll try it out when we got a bit more room. 
I'd let you have it, but I don't need one of those things. I get you. Mm, uh, so what, is it like a electric baton or something? Pretty much, yeah. Handheld, oh. though. Handheld, hand-concealed. Very nice. No, don't have to worry about uh, m- missing your zap like with a taser and having to wait for it to recharge, I bet. Exactly. Like I said, fights don't tend to last that long when they happen. It's a good plan. How much does one of these things run? That one? About ten grand. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh. Damn thing's technically illegal. It's considered a, it's, it's, it's considered a uh, concealed weapon, no matter how you have it. Uh. As you can tell, it fits in your hand. You can hold it, and it'll, it'll look like you're just holding car keys or something. I suppose since it's since you can turn it on and off on like a taser, it's there's the matter of you just being able to theoretically turn it on and holding it against someone. Exactly. So, ten grand, uh, specifically because you need to get through some shady people to get it. Fifteen if you're going to do it without threats of violence. Yeah. Oh, I guess I can dream. Maybe I'll get lucky and I'll take down somebody with an electric fetish and can just nab theirs. I don't like guns, but one of those might be kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Much wonders for me so far. I'm beginning to... And I tell you, if there's one problem with working with the other masks is that I'm beginning to feel like like the beggar of the superheroes. I mean, some of them have some pretty nice gear, and although I guess the advantage then, of course, is if I don't need gear, I'm a lot harder to track. I was about to say that. I um, when I was tracking that guy up north, um, I had to. I came down to one of the pro- one of the situations came down to a firefight, and I had to actually. Get the uh, Kevlar out of the trunk. Out of the trunk. The uh, problem that pro- the problem that arose there is that uh, when everything was said and done, it was a little difficult to disguise myself after. Yeah, I bet. But uh, better to have some difficulty dis- with disguises than have some difficulty with bullet holes. A bit. So, someone like you shouldn't have that kind of problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I think we're here. All right. And um, you're you're in the uh, it's kind of the northern section of the commercial district, um, kind of where things start to taper off and roads start to lead into the suburbs. Um, but it's I'd say it's, it's more northeastern, um, as Providence, Providence Memorial Hospital is sort of on that corner between. The commercial district, the warehouse district, and the suburbs. Um, any further northeast, and you're going to hit Old Town. The, uh, the building itself is a very large, sprawling building. It has about uh, it has um, kind of four wings to it, if you will. It has four towers. Um, they're all connected by, uh, they're all, they're all connected, uh, by, um, both ground level walkways and 
so, uh, second and third floor walkways that are that are you know, above ground or mm. like kind of bridges in a way. Um, except for the uh, fourth tower, which is on just kind of another building that's attached to the back side of the entry of, of the uh, main building. Um, it's surrounded on all but one side by parking lot. Um, and yeah, uh, Julius Parks. Don't know if you've ever been here before, but Tower One's the main tower. That's where offices, information is, everything else is patients, supply rooms. Gotcha. So, what do you think is more likely to. I figure if he. If he's here, I imagine we'll be able to see him. If he's not here and they don't have, they didn't have his address listening, they listed, they might not give it out. So, what do you think would work better? Uh, try and do lawyer fiat or try and do private eye fiat on them? And in this case, by better, I mean faster. Problem is, problem is, you need to store either way. Because if we draw the if if we draw the connection with Brixby here, then it's going to tip him off. So that's an entirely new story. Mm, that's true. Uh, shit! Without knowing anything about him, I don't know how we're going to come up with a believable story. So, really, it all depends. I'm planning on taking care of this today. He died. Then tipping him off. Tipping him off. Doing something that would tip him off tomorrow wouldn't be a problem. So if we just throw in some bullshit story. Right, that was my thought. Is even if the even if it was something to tip off to the connection, if we get to the girl before he get to him the girl before he realizes it, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Alright then. And uh let's go, um, Private investigator. It wouldn't make sense for two lawyers to go in. Two lawyers? No, it wouldn't make sense for two lawyers. It wouldn't make sense for two private eyes. Ah, alright. I see what you're getting. Yeah. You still got your card? Uh, let's see. He opens up the glove box. He has a number of fake IDs and um, some fake cards for various businesses that don't exist. Fix one. Yeah. I must say, yeah. must be nice. There's only so many. Di- there's only so many different professions I can be. I I can convince people I'm a part of. I'm pretty limited too. Be honest with you. And you have the perk of being American in the first place. That's true, but you know. Something about a British accent, man, just says trustworthy to a lot of people. Uh, you'd be surprised. Well, you're not a Cockney, anyway. Uh, no, that's true. But no, it's half and half. Some people are more trustworthy of the accent, some people not so much. Sometimes I just have to throw it, and that's a little difficult, because then I just sound phony as hell. Eh, that's America. Most of the people sound phony as hell. An absolutely wonderful point. <laughs> he gets out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Ikeda follows his lead, figures uh, older guy's the more believable lead man for a pair of private eyes. Okay, yeah, you guys uh, head into the um, lobby, you know, the front lobby of Connors Memorial Hospital. Really big, beautiful place. This front lobby is. Um, it, uh, it It's, like, well-carpeted. There are kind of... It's not so much multiple rooms; it is multiple spaces that are kind of that have that have couches and chairs, uh, desks with uh, with magazines, um, carpeted staircases going up to the second floor, kind of a, a gift shop in the back. Really nice looking place. Kind of thing that would sell you pretty well if you're looking to uh, to to request someone be sent here as a patient. Um, was a pair of receptionists um, in, in the main lobby. Uh, and um, yeah, Julius walks on up. It's just like, uh, hello, can I help you? Yeah, we're looking for Jack Alistair, right? Oh. My name. Hmm? I was gonna say, the, 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 is he saying like right to? He's saying right. He just kind of looks over at, at Kata. Oh, Kata will nod. We're private investigators. Julius Holden, Ravius Baron, and the woman just like oh. Uh, private investigators, uh, can I may I ask the nature of your business? And Rave basically can uh, chime in there. Uh, we believe uh, we believe in we believe Doctor Alistair possesses information that could be critical to leading to solving a missed, missing persons case. A uh, little girl went mi- missing. So if you if he's here or you know of uh, you know where we can find him so that we can talk to him, uh, we'd be greatly appreciative. You mean I can check now? Plus <laughs> uh, plus one dies. You're getting assistance. All right. If Julius helping out here. Oh. Ten full. That like, brings me to a full ten dice, and I only roll a pair of fours. Hopefully that's enough. I mean, you want to believe that. You want to help find missing girl, right? Come on. Can you wait a moment, please? And she gets up and walks to the back and uh, picks up pick up a phone, starts making a call. Does she? Uh, she's still within sight of the desk, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, uh, Opera will glance at uh, Opera will glance at uh, the. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, Opera will glance at Julius and kind of like, well, what now? If he's getting, she's getting a hold of him. This could be trouble. (laughs) Employee parking. If he happens to abscond. Alright. Well, if he happens to abscond, I'm confident I can follow him. Or stop him from doing so. One of the two. 
Uh, you know where it is? Should be out back. All right. Uh, I'll go wait there. Let me know if you... I'll let you know if... Well, whoever gets something first, call. Yeah, and Opera will casually walk out of the building until he uh, hits just outside, and then we'll break into a run towards uh, the back parking lot. Okay. I'll also call for a perception check real quick as you're leaving. Okay. Sure. Two threes. Uh, did you hear the woman come back at some point? Like, sort of as you're leaving? Um, and uh, she, she's she's just like, um, where did your bathroom? Oh, um, you said uh, Mr. Varen and Mr. Millhouse. Oh, okay. And yeah, you you hear that as you head to the back. And yeah, in the uh, you kind of pass by the gift shop. Um, you have to pass by the gift shop, and then you get to a point where it's employees only. And that's how you'd have to get to uh, the employee parking lot. Oh, I meant I meant Opera was just going to go outside uh, and okay. run around to the employee parking lot because okay. he can probably get there quicker that way with his speed. Okay, okay. Um, in that case, uh, rather than calling for sneaking, I'll call for an athletics. Uh, I should just know that I roll ten dice for this. You should, yeah. Uh, two tens with uh three go first. Okay. All right, so, uh, yeah, you just break into a sprint, um, going around the, uh, going around the, um, visitor parking lot, and then finally coming to the backside of Promise Memorial, where you can see Tower 4. And then you see employee parking. Um, just gonna kind of wait around back there? Um. Get there really fast. He got there really fast. You know what? Um, he'll wait around, but he'll wait around. Tr- uh, yeah, try and stay out of sight. He wants to. If this guy comes running out here, he wants to get the drop on him. Um, but actually, he's also going to look around for a green minivan. You did not see a green minivan. All right, it was worth a look. Probably, he kind of figured it wasn't actually his car. It was the gang car. It was like a gang member's car, but. Couldn't hurt to uh, couldn't hurt to look. So yeah, he'll just kind of hang back in the shadows, and ideally, if this guy comes out, he'll get the drop on him. Okay, hang out in the shadows uh, for a bit. Um, the uh, you're 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 waiting there a moment. Then you get a, then you uh, you get you get a text. He'll take a moment, glance at the text, try and keep a one eye on the lot just in case this guy comes. So he suppose the adva- the advantage is if this guy comes, if this guy decides to leave quickly, he's probably not going to be leaving quietly. So, but yeah, he'll take look at the text. It's uh, it's, it's Julius. Mm-hmm. Sends you a text saying, "Strange, he invited us up to meet him in his office. Woman was really suspicious of us, though. No, I'm suspicious of this." Yeah, no kidding. Hmm. 
Well, I guess we can both go. Or should I should I hang around out? You want to both go, or should one of us hang back somewhere in case it's a distraction while he bolts? Or do you want to or check it out from the outside? I mean, this guy's got to know that we're on to him then, so he's got to be up to something. Right. Problem. Starting something in the hospital would, 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 would probably end badly for us. Yeah. Second, weird issue. Starting something, starting something in the hospital would end badly for him, too. Exactly. I mean, we can... Fr- we confront him. He's got more to lose than us. Don't uh, see here. <sighs> well, he already knows there's two of us, so I don't think he's going to be fooled if only one of us shows up. Um, let's go in, but be careful. Uh, he, I know he used chloroform on the girl, so he may be hoping to do something. All right. I'll be waiting. Trying to do something similar, get the drop on us, take care of us before anybody can raise an alarm, before anybody gets suspicious. All right. And again, but, who knows? Maybe he's trying to buy it. Yeah, well, I'll see you in there in case. Yeah, you go back in. Um, <laughs> so I heard the, uh, the, the act of going out there was, uh, was, was, was not a um, lost cause. I, I rolled to see what would happen there. Um, it was a toss-up. Do you know what happened? Hmm. All right. So um, <laughs> he was either going to bolt or, I'm guessing, or invite us in. Yeah. Um, so had 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 the latter, or had had the uh, the former happened, then you would have had a really good position. Well, damn. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> throwing that down so it didn't feel as if that was time wasted. Bolton would have been a, well, we already pretty much know dead on he's guilty. So, um... Yeah, so yeah, when he meets up with Julius inside, he'll be like, eh, could be a bribery angle if he thinks we're being paid. Maybe he just want, maybe he's going to try and outbid us. Yeah, maybe. I'm pity on that end. Sometimes I wish I were crooked. It would pay the bills a lot better. Oh. But then I have these things called morals. Yeah, funny that. You guys go to the elevator, which is the up button. It's on the top floor. Top floor? Yeah. Yeah. Probably has a nice window view of everything. What do you think the chances are? Uh, I'm just saying, I'm going to be pissed if he if we get up there, find he's not there, and I have to run down all the stairs to get find him. I'll do it, but I'll be pissed. I won't blame you for being upset about that at all. Actually, ding, idea. Oh, want to head upstairs? What? Think he will? Think he'll be expecting us to take the elevator? Yeah. Sure. Why not? You guys bolt up the stairs. Um, yeah. You do not see him coming down the stairs. Uh, when you reach the top, when we reach the top floor, it's a sixth floor. Um, oh, that is six floors isn't super bad. Yeah, neither of you break a sweat out of this. It's whatever. Um, For some reason, I was picturing this like tower, and it was like 
Opera just running, running down thirty floors, going fuck <laughs> everything. Um, yeah, he's the sixth floor, um, and uh, it's well. This is very clearly uh, offices. This floor, um, personal offices. Uh, this is this is this is a mental hospital after all. Um, a lot of people have personal offices with, with where where they can keep. Uh, files on patients. Nice carpeted hallway. Approach uh, a room that uh, it's. You, 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 you approach a uh, you approach one of the offices um, of Jack Allister. Um, there are a number of initials after um, indicating uh, his many many degrees. Mm. Um, seems he has a. It seems he is a uh, practicing pharmacist, practicing chemist. I gonna knock on the door. You know, he's waiting. Uh, well, but it not, but it not be said that if something happens here, we threw the first stone. He'll knock. <laughs> Come in. Carefully open door. Carefully open door. You see a very large office. It has two very uh, comfortable chairs in front of a mahogany desk. Um, there are a lot of filing cabinets here. A lot of filing cabinets. Um, an older man. Looks like he's in his late 50s. has gray hair. Um, white in places. Uh, he's very thin, kind of gaunt. Uh, the way he sits is he kind of has a bit of a hunch. Um, very wrinkled face. Uh, his hair is, it's combed down, but you get, but just kind of looking at him, you, you just kind of imagine it being like really wild and fritzed. Um, he, so he's just kind of sitting down behind the desk. Come in, come in, please. Sit down. <laughs> Glance at Julius. I'm more comfortable right. standing, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Very well. What can I do for you, John? I... With all due respect, Doctor, I think you know why we're here. I'm not too terribly sure. Do you know of a girl named... We'll sort of glance at Julius and just make sure he doesn't disprove of this course. He doesn't seem to. Rose Brigsby. Can't say the name rings a bell. James Brigsby. Can't say the name rings a bell. Empathy check? Yeah, you can roll empathy. Two nines. Two nines. He is lying through his teeth. I'm a very busy man. Well, I would like to help in your investigation. I'd also like more straightforward questions. All right. I'll be straightforward then. I have reason to believe that you had a hand in the kidnapping of this girl. (sighs) And I'd like you to take us to her. Would you now? Yes. Well, I'm sure we can 
talk about this like civilized adults, please. Sit down. Fine where I am, thanks. He just kind of stares at you. And uh, give me a scrutiny check. Scrutiny. Alright. Three sixes. Three sixes. Well, we notice it fast if we notice it. On the plus side, speed's important. Um, you, uh, you see him, um, you see him fiddle with something, uh, under his desk, but you don't get the chance to actually react. Hmm. Um, he sets, he kind of, he kind of holds, like, his right hand holds a, looks like a pistol, but it has a it's, it's strange in that it has kind of a syringe attached to the back of it mm, syringe gun though it isn't necessarily a syringe gun because it has an open uh, has, an, has an open nozzle in the front of it gas then the left hand seems to be filling with something else I said please sit down and so we can see that but he doesn't know we can see that like he didn't bring it out he uh, no, you he, he brought it out and set it. Finger on the trigger. On the desk. Uh, Opera will get again at, at Julius because Opera's confident that whatever that does, he can get out of the way of it, but he's not confident Julius can. So it's kind of like, how do you want to play this? <laughs> Julius kind of cracks his neck. And, uh, so conversely, Opera's really fast. He may just be able to disarm the damn guy before he... Uh, uh, what did, I'm sorry, what did you say Julius did? Uh, Julius kind of cracks his neck, and then... I think that... Uh, Alright. Is that uh, is that pretty much the... Uh, the Yeah, we'll do this the rough way signal? That's the... Well, he, he kind of cracks his neck as if he's loosening it up, but he steps to sit down. You get the feeling that uh, he's entertaining this guy briefly. Or is willing to entertain this guy briefly. All right, Opera will play along. He'll, uh, Opera will shrug and sit down. Maybe this guy will uh, get chatty when he thinks he's got them. So, you figured something out then. But what? What did you figure out? What did we figure out, huh? Can I ask you something first? By all means. Uh, what's in that? Because, I mean, for all I know, you've got water in there, and then I'd just feel silly. Play your hands right, and you won't find out. Ooh, the mysterious card. <sighs> Alright. What did we figure out? What did we figure out? Well... I forgot he's an asshole. Well, okay, what did we figure out that required actual work? True enough. <laughs> we figured out he kidnapped a girl going through human traffickers. Yep. Said human traffickers contracting members of the Lord of Sin to to take people. 
sell them to the traffickers and then sell them to clients. Hmm. Foreign contractors of that. For, foreign traffickers of that. And we found out that he's a buyer. Yep. We found out that he wants this girl specifically for some reason. And found out that he was willing to go to pretty good lengths to get her. Do you have any guesses why? Says Dr. Alistair. Oh, I do. Please, elaborate. Well, seem to have an interest in drugs, so... One guess is that you need some experimental bodies. But that doesn't explain why you're after a specific girl. So, my main guess is that you're a pervert. Uh, he kind of frowns. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, that's good to know. Apologize for buying the time, I suppose. But what could convince you to walk out of this office peacefully? Um, I would settle for you taking us to the girl and releasing her. That would be good. I think that can't be done. Can or can't? Can. Can. All right. Okay, um, let me add in a stipulation to that. She'd also have to still be alive. Oh, she's still very well alive. Hmm. Good then. Alive, unharmed. You'll find your money will be waiting with Amanda Stone. Hmm. She's so very worried. Uh huh. That was it all along, wasn't it? Custody. Thought this whole case. I thought there was something weird about all this. Uh, people weren't acting like criminals. People, you know, criminals weren't acting like sane criminals. Uh, it's something was always off, and that, uh, and that was it all along. A hundred thousand dollars, after all, plus is a pretty small price to pay to get custody of your kid back, I bet some would think. You are a private investigator. Good intuition. Hmm. So the in the end... Is, the question is, what do you intend to gain with it? What do I intend to gain with it? Well, to be honest, I'm not sure. My main concern... I'll be honest with you, my main concern was the girl's safety. Sounds like the girl's safe either way. You wouldn't harm her. You might harm us. I'd certainly expect you're not point. You are because you're pointing that at us. But, um... But, yeah. But you won't harm the girl, after all. The whole point is to get her over this incident. You might have, you know, greatly traumatized her, but, you know, she'll be with her mom in the great thing, but can I ask you one question? Go on. How'd you get him addicted? Everybody I talked to sounded like you might not have been the wealthy one, but 
he had the uh, didn't seem like the type he cared about his daughter hard to believe he'd suddenly take up a designer drug simple really it isn't always it doesn't have to be injected after all A few doses here and there. Something secret. And the the more you've talked to him, the more his voice has changed. He's gotten strange and warped. Oh, something secret. You know, that makes sense. See, he kept saying he needs to breathe. But, you know, he never acted like it was a true drug problem. He acted like it was a medical problem. You know, I figured I figured that was just his deni- way of deniability, whether to me or to himself, but he never did he never did think it was that. He thought that he had a problem and that was the only medicine that helped. And so often these addicts do. Also, man... Remember how? Uh, remember how we we established that Julius has a smartphone? Yeah. It would be really amazing if he was recording all this. <laughs> how do you know he isn't? I'm Hold hoping on. he is. Let me roll some dice. The because I will spend willpower on this if I have to, because it would be that perfect. All right, you can spend two points of willpower on this. I will that, spend that will two points. Ten. I will spend two points of willpower to say that Julius has been recording this essentially confession. Okay, yeah, he's been recording it. Alright, so what was offered to you? I mean, okay, you, what, go through the trouble to get a guy addicted, so badly addicted that he sells his daughter, and you you don't intend to hurt her, as far as I can tell, and I mean, why? I can't imagine that. Did is why? Why did you do this for all this? I think when we see her, you'll understand. Shall we go, gentlemen? All right. You please back up, stand, and back away. Certainly. I'll. Stand and back away. Uh, Dr. Alistair stands up, makes sure his coat's on. Uh, if you would kindly meet me in the parking lot. I assume you drove. I'll take you there. Sounds like a plan. Any motions with the, uh, the, the gas gun to, for you to leave? Yeah, he'll... Also, can I, before we leave, can I roll another empathy? Sure, what are you looking for? Just want to see this is uh, if this is on the level. It seems it seems a little too elaborate for him to just come up with it as a way of covering his ass, but, you know, at the same time, just to be sure. I guess, okay, how about this specifically, rather than just a blanket thing? Um, Make sure he's really going to meet us and isn't going to duck and run. Uh, sure. Well, let's see. <sighs> Fuck. Alright. Sad throw. It's a good thing I've been hoarding willpower for a while. 
Oh, let's throw <laughs> all the times to get terrible rolls. Oh, one more. Oh, I'll have to pull one die. Oh, for fuck. Two ones. Not too sure. This guy's probably holding something out, but you don't know. Okay, yeah, he'll... As he... as he After they're out of the office, though. he'll look to Julius and be like, Okay, I'm honestly not sure whether to believe this guy or not. What's your take? He's way too up front. Being held at gunpoint, that's something. Being held at gas gunpoint, that's another thing. If he's on the level, I think he plans to take us to the girl. I'm not entirely sure he's going to let us go. I'm thinking that too. That's the impression. He might be telling the truth about all that, but he was quick to point that thing at us. I don't think he'd hesitate twice about silencing us to ensure we'd keep a secret. It's absolutely true. And the other question I have is, What's the whole deal with his human trafficking if he wasn't intending to do anything with the girl? Does he just happen to be in that and that's they hired him to make that look even more legit or <laughs> don't know. Well, hopefully he'll lead us to the girl and hopefully he might be involved in human trafficking, he might not be. According to people I was talking to, he was a buyer from the traffickers. Ah, right. So he might have been buying organs. Right. The good intention doctor buying organs on the black market for patients who can't afford them. I mean, I don't know what to make of this guy. Either he's either I don't know whether he's really evil and good at seeming real good, or whether he's really good and just really crazy. I don't know about him seem good, though. To me, everything just seems sketchy. Yeah. Also, he held us at fucking gas point. Okay, true. Well, if not good, then well-intentioned. Somewhat. Well, he said we'd understand if he, we saw the girl. And that worries me. But if he's willing to lead us to the girl... I imagine they're saying this as they're walking down the street. Yeah, yeah, they're saying this. You're walking and talking. Um, just keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, there's still... You get the feeling there's still some piece of the puzzle we're missing. Nip, get outside and get to the car. And uh, you see there's a car idling out front. So... Nice Buick idling out front. You see Dr. Alistair in there. He's waiting for you. Or me impressed. I'd, here I was. Here I thought for sure he'd do the old, you drive, I'll point the dangerous thing at you behind you while you do. Shtick. Hmm. Should one of us stay in the car and the other us follow in the other one? Well, yeah, unless we trust him to give us a ride back, which I don't. Well, if he intends to kill us at the end of this, then he probably doesn't intend to ride us back. 
Also true. That I'll ride with curious. him. I'll ride with him. You grab your car. Alright. I'll follow behind. Um, yeah. Uh, you can hop into the passenger side seat. Yep. Yep. Trollister's in there. It's a very nice car. Black leather interior. And he's going to follow behind in his car. Very well. Hey, then you don't need to give us a ride back. That's good to know. My shift is over anyways. Hmm. And I doubt we live in the same area. Most likely. I'm going to have to forgive me. I have a bit of a cold. That's fine. And, uh, yeah, he starts driving. He drives in silence unless you ask him things. Um, also drives very carefully. So, was it the mother that hired you? Or otherwise tickled your interest? Because I just have, I have trouble believing you did this for money. I mean, you look, you look like you'd make a fair amount of it already. I'm already an exorbitantly wealthy man. Right, right. You'd be surprised the money you can make. Handling the treatments of an entire handling the treatments of the patients of an entire complex. That's so really? You handle all of them? None? Are, are there no any other no other doctors of your caliber on staff? I oversee it. Oh impressive. I meticulously check every file, every patient, height, weight, birth dates, and make sure everyone is medicated as they need to be. And if any doctor has made a single mistake that I corrected. Good to know. Also minimizes those malpractice lawsuits, I bet. Oh, absolutely. Palace Memorial has had no malpractice lawsuits in the last five years. Surprising. It's an impressive record. I expect, though. That's soon to change. Oh, why is that? Well... There is Elliot Walker there. He's a smart one. Very intentional. Mm. Paralyzed though he may be, he can talk. Interesting patient, though. Really killed me to have to dose him so heavily. But it doesn't kill him to talk a little less. Yeah, I bet so. I imagine that kind of guy'd have a lot of things to say. Who knows the? Who knows what he'd? Uh, I mean, I bet I bet he probably tries and bribes like every doctor who works on him, or threatens, or threaten. He has almost to threaten with his parents well, from the neck down. Oh, guy like him. I mean, probably still got some connections. Oh, he certainly spouted off the threats. Spouted off the. Attempts of bribery. All of them failed. But then he started talking about lawyers. And then he had to be shut up. Ah. Uh, you know what they say, nothing can... You always find something if you look hard enough, I suppose. Even if it's something innocuous, uh, lawyers take it, blow it way out of proportion. Yes. See, I'm a man who does what's necessary. See ya. Yeah. 
and uh, the he pulls into uh, it's the north side of the slums, and this isn't actually that far from where you and Julius meet up. It's only just a few blocks away, in the area of the dilapidated buildings, buildings that are, that are going to be torn down soon. There mm-hmm. is a parking garage that is set to be torn down. It's abandoned. It's been abandoned for years. He parks the car outside of it. Julius parks behind. He, uh... He, um... Dr. Alistair gets out. Julius gets out of his car. Yeah, I'll probably get out of the car, too. Please, follow me. Certainly. And uh, he starts. He starts to walk, and I'll call for a. I'll call for a perception test. Plus two. Plus two. Seven check. Two sevens. Two sevens. You see him reach into his coat. He's ahead of you, but you can see him reach into his coat. All right. Uh, I guess opera will be if this guy turns and tries to do something. Do, can he tell what's in the coat? Or uh, no, you're behind him. Um. I guess Opera will just be on guard and he'll make sure, kind of nod and make sure Julius sees it and be on guard to jump out of the way if he turns suddenly and does something. When you uh, kind of nod to Julius, uh, kind of indicating that, you see, you see Julius reaches into his pocket and gets a, gets the uh, the uh, foldable baton that you saw earlier. Spins up between his fingers, holds on to it. Opera doesn't have anything to retrieve, but then again, he doesn't really need to. You see, Dr. Alistair uh, doesn't turn around or anything. He pulls something out and then puts it on his face. Gas. He'll, or he'll kind of whisper to yeah, Julius Gas. <sighs> Alright. Stop him now. I don't know. How confident are you in your breath-holding skills? Can't say I'm quite that confident. Well, then it might not be idea, not a bad idea to at least call him on it. Well, up to you. I can probably hold my breath a while. The one time hyperendurance might come up. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, it's like, boy, what you doing there? And Dr. Alistair turns around. And you see, he has kind of a a um, small a small like mask over his uh, nose and mouth. Has it's almost like a portable gas mask, mm. and it makes him look a little different. Like it's kind of a dark brown uh, gas mask over over his nose and mouth. Um, oh, I apologize. She doesn't know any different face than this. She okay, wouldn't recognize me otherwise. The voice does not sound human at all. Okay. Please don't be alarmed. I'll try not to be. Uh, I don't empathy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can I understand one night is empathy? Is that for real, or is he just waiting to gas us? Because, <laughs> oh, god damn it! All the times I've been rolling well this entire campaign, I've been saving up for the second half of this, where I am now rolling shit. 
<laughs> oh, I'll spend some more willpower. Two threes. Jesus. You don't know what's his intense there. Well, guess he'll just be ready to hold his breath. He, uh... You see him, and he 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 uh, he, he enters the um, building um, and goes to the stairs. Um, he leads you both down the set of stairs to a locked door at the bottom of the stairs. Gets out the keys. He opens it, pushes it open. Mm-hmm. The basement of this place um, is fairly small. There is it's mostly maintenance hall. Um, you see, at the end of the maintenance tunnel, there is a room with light on. You see, I couldn't exactly set up a lab anywhere else. Too suspicious. I needed something discreet. Something that was going to fall down soon. Why did you need a lab to store a girl? He, he uh, stops at the door. Doesn't say anything. Unlocks the uh, the door. Um, you see a uh, a. It's not a sterile room at all. Um, it's clean though, in a way. Um, there is uh, there is um, various stands, tables, um, equipment, electronic equipment, uh, Bunsen burners, um, chemical stands. Uh, just equipment, just lab equipment everywhere. In the middle of it, there is Rose Brigsby. She is sitting in a chair. She has a um, metal mask over her face, just over her nose and mouth, um, that has these... Uh, she is, on the record, dressed probably exactly as she was when she was picked up. Doesn't feel like anything, uh, anything bad happened there. Okay, that's um, good. You see that uh, the metal mask has kind of tubes connected to um, uh, one, one going left, one going right, uh, connected to these two tanks, like oxygen tanks, right next to the chair. Progress. You asked what I got out of this. And that's the answer. I think you're going to have to uh, explain a little deeper than that, Doc. He steps inside. Opera will kind of uh, step in and sort of uh, duck down and look at uh, Rose and see if she's aware. She is not awake. You can give me a uh, scrutiny test. Scrutiny check, rather. If you're going to look right. for any particular detail here. Sure. Whole time, the whole time Julius is kind of behind you, hand on his on on yeah. his baton. Two like eights. About her. Two eights. Okay. Um, she looks unharmed, like completely unharmed. She looks like she's asleep. The tubes, however, as you get close, are clear, and you can see what she's breathing. It looks like a gas of some kind. It's kind of a grayish blue. Dr. Alistair walks past, walks to the end of the room. Opera gets the impression he's not going to like the answer to this 
What's she breathing? Something new. Something I needed test patients for. Test patients. Living people. And I suppose that answers your questions about the traffickers. Brutish people they are, but efficient. Okay. What's the gas supposed to do? Do you want to find out? I'd like to find out by you telling me. It's all the same. Do you remember... Do you remember a, a substance on the street called Tank? Yeah. <laughs> I An- you. Understatement of the game. <laughs> I implore you, take off a mask. I will. I feel the need to warn you that if that harms her in some way, he's not even going to finish that. He's just going to let it hang as he reaches. You may take her home if you wish. Amanda is going to get her child custody retrieved. James is going to fizzle out in a year or two. Everything's taken care of. Um, does he notice anything different about... So, does he notice anything different about her as he takes off the mask? She starts to stir as if she's waking up a little. So... So in that case, what is it? Alright, this brings me way, way back to one of my first questions. Why her? Why a 14-year-old girl? Why did you decide to take a 14-year-old girl and test illegal narcotics with a history of incredibly bad side effects on her? Because I knew what happened with a 16-year-old and what happened with a 15-year-old. And it's just a matter of going down the age. Eventually, you find out the point that the body can't take it. Opera actually turns and gives Julius a look that is the most are-you-shitting-me look ever. (laughs) Julius, uh... Like... Go ahead. No, just like... like... He cannot possibly believe that a reason that stupid, like... Just... You know, it all came down to this, like, we'd understand, like, there was some great thing behind it, and it comes down to, well, I want to test it on someone of each age, just in case that year difference in physiology has some great effect. He he wants to test it down and find the point at which kids can't handle it. At which the body breaks down. Julius is just like, well, this is sufficiently fucked up. No shit. Perhaps so, but progress is progress. And it isn't like I don't have other experiments going on at the same time. It isn't like there are other tests going on. I'm going to say this back to you. So that... You can tell me, when I say it to you, if it sounds crazy, 
you tell me what I'm supposed to think when I say this back to you. Your grand advancement of science is to continue to kidnap younger and younger kids until you find the point where the illegal drug kills them. You... You don't exactly understand. You see, it wouldn't matter the age, but size, size is important. At what point... At what point does the drug no longer take effect because you're too small? At what point does the drug no longer take effect because you're too large? At what point do you lose your mind at it? At what point do your bones break? At what point do you break down simultaneously? How is the drug better? How is the drug made so that it doesn't do that? How does the drug not break them down? I would like to know how you affect someone without destroying them. At least physically. That would be a shame. I'll give you a hint at a starting place. You start by not kidnapping children. I didn't kidnap them. Not her. Probably contractors did. Now, you may take her and leave. I've done what I needed here. Again, he just turns to Julius like, I I can't even comprehend. Opera's going to pick the girl up and bring her outside and lean her safely against the wall outside the room. Careful with her now. He says as you're picking her up. Why? You don't even know what this does. No, I don't. You have yet to tell me. You've only offered to, I'm presumably, shoot me with the stuff. I don't need to. She's already well shot enough. And you can give me a perception check. Three sevens. Her arm twitches. I don't need to kill you. She can do it for me. Neither of you are leaving here alive. You should have known that. I had a feeling this would be the case, but... God damn, I just thought there is no fucking way it can be the... Turn the little girl into the super killer twist. Just, that only happens in science fiction. Uh, she, uh... She, you, you hear kind of a, uh, you hear kind of a, um, a, a hiss from her. It's a slight hiss. Doc, tell me how you undo this. Or I find point various pointy things in this room and start jabbing them into you. Well, you see, first... You drop her because she's going to strangle you in a moment. And you can make a dodge check. And then you can tell me what your sense is. Uh, Alright. Dodge check. Dodge check is... 2 by 9 with 3 go first, I believe. Yes, 3 go first. 
And Opera's sense is, I think, three? No, four. Opera's sense is four. Okay, just report your dodge in the bottom. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, she does not want to be held by you. Um, you uh, are summarily hit in the head um, as she uh, smacks a hand up to, uh, to to strike you in the jaw and force you to drop her. Um, you take uh, two shock damage to your head. Ow! She hits the floor and kind of drops to uh, kind of drops to one knee and one foot, uh, both hands on the floor. Um, Julius is just like shit. All right, let's do this. You want to take care of that? I'll take care of that. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming he's saying opera take care of the girl. Yeah since Opera is more likely to be able to take care of somebody without doing permanent damage. Yeah, um, you're currently in the hallway now. Yeah. Uh, and Julius and Alistair are in, the, are in the room. Yeah, careful. I'm sure he's got plenty of bad stuff in there. Oh, I intend to be. Um, okay, so yeah, she drops to her hands and feet. Um... What you got out of there? She was incredibly fast. That was an incredibly fast punch. She's going to uh, she's going to 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 tackle India. All right. Um, Opera will try and dodge, and I don't know. Is there some kind of check he could make to try and like get through to her? Or I'm not sure that would be persuasion. He doesn't really want to have to hurt her, but. Uh, from what you you can try, you, you can um, if you want to figure out if you can, you can roll, um, you can dodge, and then you can split actions between dodge and like streetwise or tactics. Uh, streetwise, I guess it work. To figure out if you can or not. All right, sure. We'll do that. Uh, I'm assuming we're just gonna do this one-on-one thing, and the other thing will just be narrative. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you're splitting. You're splitting actions, so you can do that. So. Right. No, but no. I meant the the dealing. The we're not going to deal with Julius and crazy doctor at the moment. Right. All right. Um. Yeah. He'll uh two by eight with three go first to dodge. Um. Two by six for to uh attempt to two two by six for. Uh, figuring out if he can yep. snap her out of this somehow. All right, uh, she tackles at you, um, barely missing you. Um, she kind of like skids to a stop on the floor, um, still kind of like on. Not at this point, just kind of like um, on two legs, on, on on two, both both her feet in one hand on the floor with the other kind of twitching. Um, well, actually, I've also just uh, thought of something. Well, the thing the thing you gather by uh, with, with your eyes check, you don't think you can. You know you don't have to hurt her, though. You could, for instance, put her in a sleeper hold. Right. Hold of her. Right. Um, though trying to talk her through this doesn't seem like it's going to work since she was already dosed so heavily. Yeah. 
Um, he does have an idea, though, based on a thing the doctor said. What's that? Hey, uh, Julius, it might be a long shot, but if you can somehow get that guy's mask, I think that might be the key. All right. Uh, you know, if you get the chance, since obviously I imagine he's hearing sounds of various struggling things going on in there. Well, you, 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 there's a lot of silence in there right now. All right, so let me uh, reach this, this, this gunpoint distance, and I'll, I'll get on it. Oh, balls. Um, yeah, in the meantime, uh, he's going to... Uh, I guess she declares first, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, she is going to, again, try and tackle into you. Um, you get the feeling that there isn't much else that she would do unless <laughs> she had you pinned. <laughs> right. Um, in which case, she'd probably try and tear your throat out. Yeah. Um, again, he'll, yeah, he'll try and dodge, and this time just trying to, like, yeah, dodge around her and see if he can put her in a super, or a sleeper hold. Is that just, uh, brawling to do that? Yeah, brawling minus one, uh, putting, uh, you're, you're, if you're gonna do it, that... It, starting, I have to first just, like, get a hold of her. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta start a grapple. So you right. would dodge, drop a, you, you would dodge, um, drop a die to split actions, and then drop another die and set at least one die to ten. All right, so uh, so drop two dice ultimately. Drop two dice, set one die to ten. Gotcha. Um, can do. All right. Um, that's not great on the dodge, but I'll have to take it. Um, two by five with uh three go first for dodging. Uh. Although I guess the one advantage is then a two by ten with four go first for brawling. Nice. Since brawling has one more go first than the other powers. Okay. Um, and what was the uh, dodge check? Uh, two fives with three go first here. I guess. Okay. Uh, you broke one set and then you're able to dodge that one. Um. So, uh, yeah, she goes to try and tackle into you. Um, and as she does, you just want to catch her by the hand and then spin her around and get an arm around her, around her neck. Mm-hmm. She, starts to, she starts to, like, hiss at you and struggle against you. Uh, in the other room, you hear a gunshot. And then another gunshot. You're not sure what's going on there? You're a little too busy out here? Yeah, um... And he doesn't want to, you know, he especially doesn't want to charge in because he doesn't want the girl to charge in and then be involved in gunfire. And uh, so what she's going to do is she's going to try and claw at your eyes. All right. I guess we'll... She's going to make a powerful attack at your head. Well, uh... Split actions again to try and uh, sleeper hold her out... And also try and not get our eyes clawed out. Alright, roll it. Do I still have... Since I've already initiated the grapple, do I still need to get tens, or do I just need to succeed on stuff to... What do you mean, get tens? Oh, yeah, no, you you basically just need to succeed. Okay, it's just making sure. Um, Because otherwise I would have also set a die to ten, but since I don't need to... um, So two... Uh, which one do I want to use for which? Uh, okay, so I'll do two, two by six. Should I just, like, say the effective width 
or I don't know. Say just put it in the chat what it is. Just you know, All right. on the chat. Uh, I'll say it out loud too for viewers, but. Uh, so two by f- six with three go first for avoiding the eye gouging. Two by five with uh four go first to keep sleeper holding her. Okay. Really hope I'm really gonna have to be counting on breaking her sets because we're not real. Because the problem is if she succeeds in in a cold shot to the head, that means I have to get tens to dodge it. <laughs> um, she does not succeed in a cold shot to the head. Um, uh, she does um. Claw at uh, let's see what that location is. Um, she does claw at uh, your left arm, um, and you take because uh, a powerful attack. You take four killing damage. Jesus, it's actually three. You broke okay. a, you broke a set there. Um, you, you, you you made her drop one die by hitting her before she could do something. Um, and so yeah, you take three killing damage to the left arm. Um, Jalvik of not wearing armor. Doc, but it killed you to cut her nails. Jesus. Ow. Yeah, but he continues holding on. Alright. Uh, you almost you, you almost got her at this point. She's definitely slowing down. Alright. Um, she's going to, again, make one last effort to try and uh, claw it. Try, try and claw at you. Um, right. The gunfire in the room has uh, has um, has stopped. Uh, in the uh, well, actually, you see, uh, in, in 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 your struggle to try and, and keep and, and try and uh, stop this from happening without hurting the girl, you see uh, Dr. Alistair um, stumbles out of the room, um, holding uh, holding his side. Um, he yeah, he comes out of the room holding his side. You see Julius uh, following after him, after him. Uh, kind of walking, one gun in one hand. Seems pretty composed, huh? Yeah. He got him. He didn't get hit. Doesn't seem like he got hit back. Or if he did, he's not. He's doing a good job of not showing it. Um. Yeah. Um. She's taking. She said she's gonna do one final attempt to. Yeah, she's gonna do one final attempt to, to to claw at your eyeballs, making another power attack. All right, uh, we'll do another split actions to try and avoid that, and also uh, finish the sleeper hold. All right, um, you know what? Just because I'm pretty sure this going first is more to my advantage than uh, anything, I'll do uh, uh, three by eight go first times uh, four to uh, sleeper hold and. If it ends up mattering, two by five with gophers times three to dodge. Okay. Since I'm, I'm hoping then with especially with three with that's enough to okay, put her yeah, down. Okay. Yeah, she she calms. She inevitably calms down. Yeah. Um. She yeah she inevitably calms down. Um. And uh, the yeah she 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 stops she stops. Struggling against you and then kind of falls limp back, uh, back unconscious. <sighs> you can see down the hall, uh, Dr. Alistair is still uh, stumbling away, holding a bleeding side. Well, Julius has fallen behind. Opera will try and catch up, catch up to the doc. He wants to have words with him. 
Alright, yeah, you catch up to the dock. It's pretty easy. Alright, Doc. He'll, yeah, he'll just put a hand on his shoulder. <clears throat> Not that shoulder. Anything but that shoulder. <clears throat> yeah, forgive me if I don't care. I'm going to... This works t- one of two... This can work two ways, Doc. One, you tell me how to make the girl better, and I hand you over to the police. Two, you don't do that, and I do what I want to do to you. Third option. You resist, and I do what I want to do. Julius adds. Well, if you so insist. He hasn't turned around to face you yet. Uh, Alright, is his hands still in his pockets they are not no can we see are they empty uh they're not he has he has um he has uh a sort of he has a uh a vial of something but it's not in a glass it's not in a gun or anything it's just something he's holding uh opera will grab the wrist that has the vial okay um and if necessary, because of startlement or something, attempt to catch the vial before it drops, if it does. All right, if you, uh, you're going to reach for his wrist then? Yep. Uh, well, he, throw- uh, he, he, he throws it down. Can we, uh, we're really fast. Can we make a check to be faster? <laughs> uh, you can. He is going to burn base well here. Um, Okay. Uh, brawling check, I take it? Yeah, brawling check. Essentially a disarm. Except in this case, the disarm is sort of either grabbing it or grabbing his hand, because knocking it out of his hands doesn't help <laughs> in this case. Um, or I guess grabbing it, because he's trying to throw it down, so. Uh, I catch, I guess? Mm-hmm. And you can, can go for it. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, we'll spend... Little power. Ow, of course. Two threes with four go first, and I kind of want to look up the rules for spending base will because this sounds like a thing that could go very bad. Okay. Um, question is, how much base will do you want to spend if you would do it? Um, if they, let's see. Let's report your thing in the chat there. All right. Um. I forget what. So, what's the rules on spending base will? You when can you, do it when you spend base will. You get a wiggle die. Essentially, a wiggle die. Now, one sec. I'm also on figuring that out. I'll go let the cat out. All right. Okay. Uh, there is the base. Oh, let's see. I guess it's a matter of how much do I think he spent and how much width do I think he has. Because I'm going off on width six. I will not tell you that. I will not tell you either way. I know. Ah. Um, Spend, uh... As it is, he already probably had to spend at least four or five to beat me. Oh. You know what? The problem is, I don't think I'll beat him if he had just 
sacked his pool on this um, without pretty much completely nuking my own base, Will. And I'm reasonably confident that if he only spent a few points, I'd beat him anyway. So I'll, I'm just going to let it stand. Two by three, go first times four. <laughs> okay. Um, you go to Reese Forts. Uh, he... he... Mechanically speaking, spends five points, uh, burns five points of base will um, to mechanically get uh, the equivalent of with seven with tens. Mm. Um, he throws it down. A neon blue fills the air. Um, you can roll hyper endurance. Well, that did come up. Yeah, um, breath hold, I guess. Is this hyper endurance to hold breath or hyper endurance to not be affected? Hyper endurance to, I'll I'll say hyper endurance to not be affected, <laughs> because you've just exerted yourself there. All right. Well, the good news is that's two tens on that. <laughs> okay. Is there bad news? Um, the bad news is I no no I guess that's mostly entirely good news. The bad news here is that of all the times that I could roll really well during this particular uh, particular game, I did here. I'm sorry. Shouldn't it just... Yeah, but what do you roll for? Because shouldn't it just be a set target to beat the effects of the drug? It's um, the, the, the efficiency of this particular drug. Uh, come on, 2 by 10 doesn't do it. I rolled four what? by ten. Jesus. I know. Um, I was I was just like, huh. Well, okay. Worst part is that that was on six dice. Um, the 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 yeah the uh, the the neon blue glass um hits you kind of like hits you and Julius like a brick wall. Oh, it um, does hit Julius. I was kind of wondering if Julius, since Julius was pointing a gun, if he wasn't too far away to be. Um, he uh, he fires the gun, but he misses by a mile. Uh, as he removes one hand to, to hold onto his mouth, um, starts coughing. Um, you feel dizzy. You can hardly stand. Dr. Alistair starts limping away. Don't think so. We're going to try and catch him. Okay. Um, you can do this, though you lack extras. No extras, huh? Ow, that is a harsh penalty. My extras rock. Why you got to be like that? Um, okay. Um, all right. Uh, te- te- technically, what I have written is that uh, you drop dice, but you drop go first first. How much go first? I have a lot of go first. Uh, it depends on what you're doing. Um, well, I'm using... Okay, I'll just say as much as you're dropping four. You're okay. dropping the equivalent of four dice. Four dice. Um, so, so if you happen to have three go first, then drop three go first and one die. So, yeah. And for what I'm doing, I'd have four go first, so I just end up rolling straight yet, because we're going to be doing a hyper brawling to try and tackle him and keep him from getting away. Okay. Uh, three sixes. Okay. Let's see what happens here. Lack of go first makes Zach sad. All right. Uh, you sort of 
tackle into him, um, but he's already getting up the stairs at the time. And so you tackle into him, hitting the stairs kind of lethargically. Um, he hits the stairs and then starts crawling his way up. Is the blue, is the drug gas still like all is like all around now or it's starting to it's starting to feed into the stairwell? You've been hit with it pretty hard, though. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Since we've kind of got him, we're going to remove his mask. All right. Um, would that just be a brawling drop a die? Uh, yeah. Drop a die, set it to 10. Okay. He's going oh, to shit. obviously try and clamber out of here. All right. Well, we didn't get a 10, so I guess I'm going to go with three by two to try and cripple a leg. <laughs> okay. Um, you grab him on the leg and he manages to actually pull away and clamber up the stairs. Oh, we're going to keep going after him. This guy is not getting away. Uh, you hear from, you hear from uh, behind you, Julius, is, Julius uh, slams in. Slams in. Um, takes a pot shot at the guy bullet just hits the, just, just hits the wall above him yeah well we're going after him because i'd be willing to bet even doped up we're still in better physical shape than him <laughs> all right so do you, you want uh, me to roll something to do something to him or something to catch up uh i'll declare first for him okay um and then you can declare what you're going to do because he now has space between you and him right um he is going to he is going to turn his head to look at you and say, "Stay right there," and it is oddly going to make you want to stay right there. What do I roll to shrug that off? Uh, you can roll endurance. Uh, do I have to do that as part of another action, or yeah, do I just get that, that as a reaction automatically? That would be your defense. All right, we're going to split actions, endurance to shrug off that command, and uh, I guess since you said he had distance, uh, do I need to roll athletics to catch up? Or yeah. Okay. All right, I, I, I like those rolls much better than the rolls I've been getting. That would be 2 by 10 for endurance, and 2 by 9 to catch up. Okay. Uh... You, something strange happens. Something very strange happens to you. As he sacks another base will. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, something something very strange happens to you in that uh, you start up the you start up the stairs, just kind of pushing through what he just told you. Um, and then it feels like the building shakes for a second. But you can't stay on your feet. And the wall to your left crumbles in your direction. But just ahead of you enough that it crumbles as if building a new wall before you. Everything is a hazy blue for, your, for, 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 for all your images. Um, but that looks so real to you. Oh no. Oh no, you're not getting away because of drug shit. When you go to push onto it, it feels like a wall. Yeah, you know what? We're going to do pretty much the same thing we did before because Opera doesn't know when to fucking quit. Hell, <laughs> how tall is this wall? It fills the entire, the, the, the entire thing. Oh, I really, wanted, I really wanted this to be like, yeah, it's like nine foot high. And it's like, you know, 
<laughs> your imagination isn't as good as my skills. No. Oh well. Um. Yeah. So, you know, like I'll show you fucking walls, and he backs up and just charges the wall and basically I'll roll an endurance to shrug off the effect and uh, athletics to again catch up okay uh, alright sure you do not know where he is right now right um you know what uh, screw it I'm going to why not I'll spend a willpower to add another die Oh, that didn't do me any good. Um, so the question is, are you charging with your arm, your shoulder, your head? You know what? He's pretty much just uh, charging as though it's not even there. Like, he's just breaking out into a sprint because he's like, I know it's not there. I know it's not there. I know it's not there. Okay. Because he knows what he saw was simply not possible. And yeah, um... I'll even go as far as to spend a base will to make this a four by eight for endurance. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I'll do uh, and two by one for athletics. But uh, so uh, you hit the wall. Um, you you hit the wall uh, and you take um, four shocks to your guts. <sighs> Come um, on. As you go through the wall, you barrel into the wall, and through the wall, you break a hole into it. And you feel like you can't breathe, as if you have, in fact, just run through a brick wall, and your body wasn't ready to do that. There's no one on these stairs. Uh, keep going, looking around, trying to find this guy, ignoring his body because he knows he's in good shape, and... He knows that he didn't really just go through a brick wall, and he knows that he can. He is stronger than any goddamn drug that guy can put in his system. All right. Uh, when you get to the top, um, you hear a squealing of tires. God damn it! Opera just like goes up and punches the wall as hard as he can. Probably putting cracks in the shitty, shitty wall. Yeah, it's a pretty shitty wall. Um, Julius approaches behind you, kind of coughs into his hand. What the goddamn junk? I could have just caught up to him. It's alright. It's alright. No, it isn't. That bastard kidnaps kids and fucking turns them into monsters. Well, I have his confession. You what? He holds up his smartphone, pushes play. You hear the entire conversation from the office. Julius, I have never been more tempted to kiss a man than right now. I hope you're not offended when I say it, or that you not do that. Did, nope, not offended at all. Uh, at least he'll have nowhere to go. Except to the gangs. And if he's hiding with the gangs, I will find him. Oh. No, I don't doubt it. I really don't plan on letting this guy rest. We should get this girl somewhere. Yeah, we should call an ambulance something. Um, maybe somebody in the know can 
figure out what he was doing and how to get her better if it doesn't just wear off on its own. Jesus. Well, if we can happen to bring those... Yeah. If we can bring in, bring, bring in those oxygen tanks or whatever the hell she was breathing. Uh, or I figure something out with that. Shit, my body's never felt so slow. And I've never missed. I'll call an ambulance. Yeah. Well, I suppose we can't stick around because, you know, at some point somebody's going to realize that nobody hired a couple of private eyes, one who's also a lawyer. Yeah. Probably going through that one out. That's something to stick with me here. If Amanda Stone was actually involved in this, would it really be any better for the girl to be back there? No. But at the same time, she can't stay with her dad until she's th- until he gets better either. Um. What do you think? I mean, we could try and confront Mrs. Stone, but all we have on her is a crazy guy's testimony, vague testimony. Well, hmm. it's an option. Certainly an option. How do we find out? Uh. In the way she dealt with things, I think I could just play this back for her. She was not a very intelligent one. I kind of gathered that something else was going on there. Hmm. That she didn't count on what what the guy was going to do to her daughter, though. More than likely. Well, she did genuinely love the girl. Probably wouldn't have done this if she knew. I'm sure, but she put her daughter in... Willingly put her daughter in the hands of a bad man. That for what? Live with her? She lives in the fucking same town as her. It's not like the dad was bad before they started doping him. Can you? You know, people are driven crazy by custody. I was really. I was. I was really gonna go back and rail on the dad, but Jesus, they drugged him without him even knowing it. God damn, I can barely breathe. You should get home, get some rest. <clears throat> I want to do that myself. All right. Let me know how things go with Stone if you do it without me. Yeah. Oh well. You need to ride back? Uh, yeah, I think this time I do. All right. I'm not going anywhere fast right now. I'll also let you know if I happen to find Alistair again. Yeah, I'll let you know too. Appreciate it. I've been mostly working on the South Side boys, trying to keep the area, trying to clean up that area first, because figured it'd be help Keiko out, but I think from now on, Lord Sinner are going to be seeing opera a lot. Oh. 
Whatever keeps him from getting kids like this. Yeah. The shit they've been doing. Yeah. Unlocks the car. Sits in it. Um, drive you back to the apartment. Take care. You too. And just um, keep in mind. Just keep in mind. We didn't fail anything, you know. You know, until tonight I was always confident of two things. One, I could always get away if I needed to. And two, nothing could get away from me if I didn't want them to. People are tricky like that. See, overestimating yourself is the same as underestimating everyone else around you. Yeah, I guess. Here, I thought I was one of the better ones keeping things in perspective. Oh, man. Shit, this stuff is really messing with me. I swear I hear Keiko. Get some sleep. Yeah. And, yeah, Keita stumbles back up to his apartment. All right, you stumble back up to the apartment, lay down, get some sleep. Um, in the next week, there's a big story uh, about... Um, little girl named Rose Brixby um, was uh, was kidnapped um, by a Jack Allister uh, she was she was saved though no one is sure who did it it's theorized that it was a mass vigilante of some kind given that anonymous tip was left and she was in a place where she was unharmed and safe um, the tur- the, uh, the 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 ultimate turning point of it was that um, Amanda Stone, her mother, uh, had through some means hired Alistair to sabotage um, the to sabotage the standing of James Grigsby, uh, little girl's father, um, with whom. Rose and Jane, with, 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 with whom he had a very caring, um, protective and paternal relationship with his father, with, with his daughter. Um, the uh, the girl is in protective custody right now, as uh, James is being rehabilitated. Um, and Amanda Stone is currently under uh, currently under prosecution, while. Uh, Jack Alistair is nowhere to be found. Police are on the lookout for him. Um, I'll call it there. I was lost and found. I well, hate you so much. More like the lost and lost again. What? I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, um, you get you get uh, you get three experience with that. It would be two, but it went longer than um, it went longer because you did you did all the things. Also, I think that counts as I think that to some degree that counts as defeat of a major villain. It does count as defeat of a major villain, and I'm going to do, I'm going to do a power awards after this. After all right. Um, do you have any thoughts, comments? Did you like it? I know who the hell that was, but Opera has no idea. I figured it out what at when we got to the hospital. But Opera doesn't know who that is, so I can't have him make the connection, which frustrates me to no end as well. Because Opera, because 
from having listened to the original games, I know damn well that Dr. Jack Alistair can only be Dr. Jackal. I'll just keep my poker face going on. Um, I, I had my suspicions pretty much from the from the moment we hit the hospital when you mentioned his voice changing, and then uh, you finally started to think over when you specifically when you referred to him as Jack Alistair instead of James Alistair. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Doctor Alistair, yeah, not James Alistair. Um, James Biggs was the father. Um, All right, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, did you have fun, though? That's the question. It was fun in a sense. It was also very frustrating in a sense. Did Does the girl at least, like, get better and isn't, like, permanently damaged from all that? Oh, uh, that's one that should have been mentioned that in the report. That probably should have been mentioned in the report. That's, that, that should have been mentioned. My, my apology there. Um, yeah. No, she no. doesn't ever get better. <laughs> no, she she rehabilitates just fine. Um, okay. Uh, basically, over the course of a couple of months, she re- she and her father are rehabilitated, and they are back living together. Yeah. The when you know when there's uh, there is a huge sigh of relief from Opera whenever he first hears the story. Whenever he hears the story that she's uh that she that uh that she's going to be basically that the girl's going to be okay or is it going to be there's, okay there's a there's a there's a big uh there's basically a big like news story on it at some point like a big like hour long documentary on it about this family's hell yeah and as 60 minutes devotes at least 17 minutes to the story yeah pretty much yeah cuz i i uh i imagine over the course of time lapsing um, the Lords of Sin start becoming less happy. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, there's, a, like I said, there, there, there's, during that, like, you know, st- story piece, you know, you're able to see her, um, you're, you're, you're able to see her being energetic and happy again. She's just really glad to be home. I like to imagine that, um, somewhere in the messed up uh mind of opera Keda and Keiko are actually watch it happen to be up at the same time when the story hits and are watching the story together and Keiko kind of turns you know about to say something about to say something about how incredibly profoundly fucked up all that was and kind of goes, Keita, is that, are those tears in your eyes? But, um, yes, the girl makes it just fine and just continues to have a happy life. You, you did save her. And you also didn't beat up the father either, so you saved him. Yep, yep. Boy was attempting at the time, but I uh, Opera is definitely, definitely glad he showed restraint on that one because who boy? Yeah, could that was the thing I had there. <laughs> I could have ended poorly. 
Um, he was so close to doing it. So close. Oh my god, if Opera hadn't been meeting him in a public place, seriously, without his mask, no less. The, I mean, he had it on him, but, you know, it doesn't do much good if the guy talking to him puts it on in front of him. But, yeah, jeez. <laughs> Well, uh, nonetheless, I'm, I'm I, I apologize for the points that was frustrating, but I'm glad it, I'm, I'm glad you didn't you didn't enjoy it. Um, yeah. Well, I guess uh, Opera now has his arch enemy for a while, <laughs> Doctor Alistair. Um, so yeah, uh, that call the recording to an end. Alrighty. <laughs>